press into my temples and make my brain work. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how that works, Nate. <laughs> I'm hoping like if I have that I'm glad if I if I hit these pressure points, I might alleviate some of the fucking <coughs> nerve pain I'm getting. Uh, we should start with that. Ah. Uh. Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. Uh, we head back into the trenches this week with Edward Berger's 2022 adaption of All Quiet on the Western Front. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Hello. Mike B. Yep. Nate. Oh, uh, Battlefield won the movie. Blah! And friend of the channel and podcast, Sean. Hello. Hello. Sorry, I'm so used to so, going last. So I was like thrown off and my well, brain hurts you know. today. So. <laughs> that, that's a who wants problem. to go? Who wants to dive down this rabbit hole? Well, Brian's gonna leave this bitch. Like, what are we doing well, here? Well, I'll leave this by saying I think Sean should go first. Mm. Mm. Oh, so, um, are right. you World War One knower, Sean? <laughs> Some would say so, but I wouldn't. Um, I was really excited for this movie as I love the 1930s version. It's one of my favorite versions, and I was a little let down by this one. I. I liked it as a whole, but ultimately, I think it's a good World War One movie. I don't think it's a good All Quiet on the Western Front adaptation, is my take thank, on this. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've read the book. I've seen the movie. I, I, this is not a good All Quiet adaptation. Who are you going to pass the baton off to? Uh, Nate. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> I'm all here. Oh, um, bother. I lost my tail no, again. No, my, <laughs> my brain hurts, so it's hard to talk. Um, yeah. So I think I'm the only one here who hasn't seen the, the 1930s or read the book or the 1970s version apparently no one talks about. Um, okay, so oh, well, that's, actually, that's, so that's a good thing, though. Yeah, that's I'm, a good I'm, thing. I'm, I'm full yeah, on. Hear mixed things about the yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm full on cold turkey on this. Like, okay, I, I, I haven't even seen clips of the original 1930s. I know that's like heresy. No, th know, this but, is good because this is a good thing. Just go ahead, Nate. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, just, like, just, just to, to kind of go off into it, I guess the way Sean did, and I'll, I'll give a very small take on it is that I, I liked. To, to go about it as I guess what I what I really enjoy in films the most is editing and cinematography and cinematography wise I thought this was a very uh, unique very uh, well well laid out cinematography wise movie I thought it was really well done the editing to an extent was the same and I really liked the 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 way things were shot. However, there are some things where, and, and I say this after this for this reason, is that there are some things in this film that they did just to get the cinematic shot and would not be historically, I don't know, what I would perceive not to be historically accurate or even smart um, to do in a sense. And um, I'll get into that later. But I mean, like overall, I mean, it was very interesting but i felt 
like at the end of it where I just kind of went, okay, I, I get it, but why'd you go that way? Or why'd you do it this way? And it just, there was a lot of that where I didn't hate it and I enjoyed it, but there were just like a, like a, why is this? Oh, okay. You know? So that's kind of like my two minute. Oh, really really quick. I know, I know you're hurting Nate. Like you got a migraine and everything. But yeah. Like, in this particular case, because the rest of us four have seen at least one of the previous iterations of the film and we've, and or read the book. Right. Mm-hmm. And so with you being a complete virgin, like going into this with nothing, I actually want you to talk more now. And then we can, we can discuss things later. Okay. Like, I want, I want you to like, um, I think it'd be really good because here's the thing is there's a lot of people that I've encountered that don't know anything about this story. They know of the title, but they never read it. They're younger people and they don't understand. And they say, yeah, I loved it. Or I was like, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know. It's weird. So, I mean, do you guys also agree? Like, I think we should get his yeah, what opinion did, first. What yeah, did you sure. think of the story? Yes, of All like, Quiet exactly. Like, what did you think of the entire? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to ask him. So, yeah, thanks. Sean. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, Where did the West Front touch you? <laughs> <laughs> In the uh, brain. Bayonet through the heart, apparently. Yeah, in the brain. Yeah, gave me a migraine. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, I, it's hard because, I mean, like, I understand the message throughout the whole film of what they're trying to convey. And I understand that there's, there's, I, I, I didn't dislike this. If we're talking about, like, the story, like, like to and from mm-hmm. the story, not the historical things I could see, not the cinematic and the editing. Like no, the, we're story, about the story itself. Like the story yeah. itself. Yep. I mean, it was it was interesting. It is a take of something that I don't think I've really seen to the extent of this of what this one did. However, like I didn't understand the f- like. Okay, story wise, I didn't get why the fuck cat got killed by a farmer's son. That was fucking stupid, okay. and I don't understand. Just have him get blown up by a fucking mortar. It's literally <laughs> yeah, the nobody same says anything. Thing. Nobody <laughs> says anything. Like so, nobody like that's that's yep. that's that's yep. the thing that that fucking just was like, what the fuck? Like, like really? Okay, that was out of left field. A character I don't fucking okay, cool. So yeah, keep going with that kind of stuff. Like this is why yeah. I'm asking you. Like, and then, was like, and then asking you. Yeah. and then like you know, I get the fact that. You know, they're trying to show that the main character dies for nothing, literally, at the very end. However, I feel like it's more... I feel like it's more poignant to to have him survive than die at the very end the way he did. Um, but, I mean, again, that's just me looking at it on the yep. outside. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I thought... If, because it's hard to talk about a story without comparing it to anything else, which is I know what people are going to want to hear. But like for me, no, but this this is this is why we're at, I, yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, for, we're for, asking for, for like, me, for for yeah. me, cold turkey. It's like I thought the prospect of following a kid from the start to the finish was very interesting. I don't understand why they did giant time leaps, but I guess it's to show progress, prog- you know, progression in how um, hardiness he is and all that kind of stuff. But. <laughs> You're like the control unit, Nathan, because you haven't been exposed. Exactly. Right. That's, that's yeah. why I want, <laughs> I want so you. Yeah. I want, I want, well, it's not <laughs> funny. It's just um, it, it's also interesting because 
This is one of the first you don't know times what we're talking about. No, yeah, this is one of the the only times on this podcast that one of us and I've has, kept myself in the dark for this reason. I didn't go right. and like and and look at anything else because I wanted I to get that. like a very very first yep. introduction. And that's why point. you'll be talking a lot at the beginning, and then you can kind of like you know relax a bit, right? But we want to get your view as the control, like Sean said, of okay. So the story, um, what, 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 what did you like about the story? First of all, I liked the character develop. I liked the bonding and relationship between Cat and the uh, and Paul. I liked that okay. a lot. I thought that was a very interesting. I mean, it's cliche, but uh, obviously, but I I liked that a lot, and I liked how they went about kind of forming that bond uh, through the whole thing, and I liked how. Um, the emphasis on how out of touch the officers are or the, the generals are with giving them of, of, of the, of the, of the, the, the separation between uh, ego and career versus the lives of these guys who literally could have, if this guy didn't have a fucking ego, they would live like, it's a very, I thought that was a, that was also a very strong part of the whole entire story as a whole um yeah those are the two things that really stood out to me the friends and stuff i mean like i get it i i i understand it but they weren't very they weren't as strong as those as as cat and paul's relationship and the uh and the total uh um crescendo of you know the last little bit where the officer's just like well i gotta fucking like win before this whole ends. So, um, I don't know if that answers your question or not. Yeah, it does. But like, so what did you dislike <laughs> as somebody just going into this? Because I know we're, well, we're well okay. Talk, well, 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 like, well, well, yeah. my, well, my question is, what do you want me to talk? What do you want me to talk about? Yeah, what I dislike? Yeah, do, you, do, do you, do you want, not, do, yeah. I mean, so no, you want, like, do you want me to go into the story? The story? The story. We're, we're on the story. We're on the oh. story. So what did you dislike about the story? <clears throat> what did not, sit well with you as far as the story is concerned um i didn't i understand the reasoning behind like you know the whole the way it was played out in the movie of him you know killing the french guy and then realizing that and going oh fuck i shoved dirt in your mouth so that was not, not a good idea um you know and having sympathy going from hard cold killer to having like pure sympathy and shock and of what he did and all that kind of stuff like i get that but it, it felt very I don't know. It just, it just, it's like certain, certain points in this story, the way it went out just felt very out of place or very. So basically, Nathan, you like everything that's not in the book or the original movie. <laughs> and the, I main, the parts that, that are like the centerpieces of the original movie that. and book. I figured, <laughs> that. I figured that. Well, I mean, like, here's the thing it's like maybe it's because I, I really think it's because of the way the film itself portrayed it. Because, like, yeah, I you know I can say I like the story. If I read that on paper, I would probably not that I'm def- oh, not do not, I have a, not the, do I have a book yeah, recommendation. No, no. For yeah, you yeah, not <laughs> not not that I'm like pulling back what I'm saying, but like in terms of the visual, the of watching the story visually with this movie, those are the parts that stood out to me. So maybe that's what they put a real big emphasis emphasis on really nailing down versus the stuff that I'm kind of like man. <laughs> is the stuff that kind of was like glossed over. Um, 
But I don't know if I if I answered that question right or not. Nathan, when was the last time you saw Osama bin Laden? Uh, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah. I am gonna I am gonna hold that silence in there. <laughs> I am not cutting that silence. <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're gonna stop watching, yeah. <laughs> my interrogation is over, Nate. I'm sorry, but it's like, okay. It just, no, no, no. It's, it's good. It's, it's fine. Good. Pakistan, yeah. we got it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, who's who is next? Brian, you're in charge. Michael, what do you think? Uh, um. So I did kind of the opposite of Nate, and uh, yesterday I listened to the entire audiobook of the of the, the original book um, while I was working. And because uh, I've seen the the um, the two films, the two other adaptations of this, I saw them years ago, and I've seen the, the 1931 a couple times. You, you saw and, the 1970s uh, one too. Uh, yeah, that was actually the first one I saw. I, oh, okay. That was uh, yeah. out of all of them. That was the first one I saw, and then I saw the 1931, and I thought it was better, so I watched it again. And um, and so, but then we were talking about doing this one, and uh, we were talking about the source material and all that. And so I was like, okay, well, just I, I mean, an audio book is like six hours, you know, whatever. I that's about as you know a little bit shorter than you know a typical work day, and so I'll just have that plane and uh, I'll listen to the entire thing. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a really good book. Obviously, it's very well done, uh, you know, very well written and stuff, and it just tells a lot of really interesting things. Um, and then I watched the movie and uh, was very underwhelmed. Um, and uh, I, uh, about halfway, maybe a little past the halfway point, I was like, why is this even called All Quiet on the Western Front? This is like, it's, it's its own movie, but like it's just taking stuff from All Quiet that it kind of yeah. likes, including it, the it, title. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the the names and, and like some scenes that it likes out of the book. Like, yeah, that's and, that's and about it. Putting that into it, um, and that was like I was that was just kind of frustrating to watch because I'm like this movie has some really good stuff in it, but uh, I'm just like it's it's really underwhelming. Like all of the stuff with like Himmelstoss is not in it at all. Um, uh, he, that character's not even in it. Um, the, uh, his, the part where he goes on leave and he goes home, uh, is not in it at all. All uh, any, any part, like the training's all cut out. Yeah. yeah. It's all, all it's gone. Super condensed. And it also like the book and the two movie adaptations, they cover the beginning of the war and they go to the end. This starts like right towards the end, it seems. And, uh, they just, they brought it right up to the end. Um, but that was one thing that I liked a lot about the, uh, the two movies actually. And that they, they even touch on it in the book is that like the progression of stuff, you know, and, uh, how eventually how weapons are progressing in the, the war, the war is progressing. And, you know, in the movies, they start out with the, uh, the pickle Haba helmet and then eventually they have the M16 stall helmer and stuff like that. What are you laughing at? Nate? No, no, no. I, I, I was looking at a meme on Facebook. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were laughing at my I, pronunciation. I'm I'm 100% paying attention to you. There's no. Okay, no, I thought you were yeah. laughing at my pronunciation. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's the Idaho accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Pickle Haba. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so that stuff was just absent from it, and all of this, I kind of like, I, I had a sense that maybe that was going to happen. That they kind of 
took the epic scale away from it. When I was looking at uh, trailers and seeing screenshots and stuff like that, I just saw, you know, I only saw the, you know, the M16, you know, helmet and stuff like that. And I was thinking, oh, is this like the last chapter of the book that they adapted into a movie? But um, kind of, yeah, but it's still like, it's it's all of the, the key things that are memorable from the book just, just condensed. Um, uh, if I didn't know anything about the source material, I would probably like it a lot more. Um, but, uh, I thought there were some really well done things in it. Yes, the cinematography does look really good. Um, I'm, I'm really glad it was in German. The other two, uh, films aren't in German. That, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that, that is one thing I wanted to say is like, I very much love it when we have the, 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 the language of origin mm -hmm. in a film um yeah. and i will always watch it with subtitles i'll never have netflix gave me english or british english never and i was like Which, fuck fuck no just give me german we'll, we'll get into it but yeah. um there was <clears throat> Something else wrong with the Netflix subtitles, which I wouldn't have noticed yeah, I, had I not listened to your episode on Mosul. Well, I was like, oh my God, it we'll, happened again. We'll get, to <laughs> like, that. We'll get into yes, that. Yeah, but, we'll get into that for sure. 100%. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and then something that I was just really, I don't know, confused with was that they, instead of adapting more stuff from the book, they added in stuff, which is all of the, the, armist the armistice stuff and, uh, you know, um, trying to end the war and all that. And that feels way more like Paths of Glory. And that's not from the book or any of the other movies at all. And it was just kind of confusing why they put that in there. Um, that whole part with where they're trying to end the war and the general, you know, being like, well, we're going to have this final victory, even though, you know, the war is ending and stuff like that. It's not from any, um, anything from All Quiet on the Western Front. So that was very confusing to me. So, who, Mr. Mr. B? Yeah, um, you said a lot what I was going to say, which is good, but um, it's, uh, yeah, it was honestly what I expected, because nobody gives a shit to we get make the first. shit! Sorry. Excuse me, penis. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Someone's go. multitasking. Sorry, go ahead. It's all right. Um, <laughs> someone's multitasking. Yeah, <laughs> that's rich. Um, but like, um, no, it's it's just you know there are a lot of things that you know we'll get into. I just can't wait to get into like the technical shit and like the like you said bouncing back and forth between the armistice and the quote unquote story. And it's like you know I just I, the only missing piece is I had not watched the 1930 version until yesterday. I've read the book, I've seen the 79 version, and now I've seen everything that encompasses this. And, uh, yeah, there are some uh, discrepancies, to say the least. Uh, and it's going to be fun to compare them. But, um, yeah, it's that's why I asked Nate, like, would you show it to your friends if you, you know, don't know any, you don't have any context in the background. And he's like, yes. And I would honestly say the same thing. If I had zero context, I'd be like, Oh, it's World War One. Nobody ever does a film about World War One. Well, no, not anymore. It, it could have been done. It could have been a, a hell of a lot better, in my opinion. And again, like you said, and Nate, or yeah, I think yeah, it was Nate kind of alluded to it. Like, if you're gonna put the 
the title, All Quiet on the Western Front, very well-known novel, very good novel. I love it. It's one of my favorites. If you're going to put that on this fucking work that you're doing, on this piece of work that you're doing, try to fucking not make it something else and then have two or three uh, pieces of content that are relevant to the to the actual novel and just call it that. Like, Because here's the thing is, like, the first two films, 1930 and 1979, say what you want about them, we'll get into that later, they actually followed the fucking novel, okay? They had details in there at the time they should have been in there. They followed them from 1914, which it should have fucking started, but it started in 17. They followed it through, and they did the best they could in both films. And it actually followed the story a hell of a lot better than uh, this thing. It's like, again, what you said is putting a couple elements of the fucking novel in there and then a ton of just weird, like, random shit and showing German soldiers in the First World War does not constitute fucking titling that after the fucking one of the best novels ever written about war, in my opinion. So that's my opening statement. So yeah, basically I can sum it up really easily too. It's trying to be too many things at once. It doesn't know what it wants to be. And if they call it by any other name, it would be like, or even inspired by, it would be a lot better than calling it something it's not. And it was really disappointing. It could be cool. Great adaption of an anti-war film. And yeah, they have good anti-war tropes and whatever, but like, it's not all quiet in Western front. It's not right. the whole war. It's not his experience. It's a different movie under the same name. And it's fine if it's named something else, but it's kind of bullshit it, to call it. It feels like a marketing gimmick. Yeah, it, it just, but it just feels but like all these modern tropes put on yeah, things. It's very disingenuous and, to call it that. Yes. And yes. It, it's beautiful. It's shot amazingly. Cinematography is good. Uniforms are cool. You know, I uh, totally could tell these blanks from the first second I saw. Yeah, that was the second where the first scene, like, the first scene, oh, the first scene is CG smoke, and he's not even. I don't even think he's firing a bullet. Dude, yeah. we'll get we'll get the text shit. Like that's gonna yeah. take a while. Yeah, no, that's gonna yeah. take a while. That's why I want to <laughs> go well, into the next yeah. subject I'm gonna bring up in a, a second. Comparisons. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I mean, like, uh, it's um, it's on its own. If I forget the title, okay, it's a World War movie. It's interesting. You know, but it's got some stupid tropes like the general trying to win the war and shit. Like, fucking, these guys are mutinary. Like, you know, fucking. Uh, today is like, the, yeah. <laughs> it's the third on recording. It is the start of the Kiel mutiny in uh, Germany. This was the beginning of the end for the German Empire. So it, that it had already, the German Revolution had already begun. Yeah. Really? Like, yep. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's why they needed the armistice as quick as they can. Germany was, like, in revolution. Yeah, like, they, the whole, they the that, whole though, Navy yeah. had mutinied. They do mention the army will be killed by the like all the, the political factions on their way home because we'll starve to death and stuff. So they did mention a little bit of the turmoil, but not enough. But yeah, just it, long story short, we'll it, it, yeah. it's yep. trying to do way too much for under a, a famous name. And it's stupid. Make a movie about the armistice. That would be interesting. I'd love that. Yes. That'd be really cool. Like the fucking the guy was wearing a corduroy uniform. I'm like, that's cool as fuck. That's really like, cool. It's know? also very accurate. I yeah. thought that was neat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like that, I think that would be awesome. That stuff Again, on its own know? is good. Yes. But yeah. it doesn't so it feels you... so disconnected from the rest of the yeah. Thing. yeah. It's like Joey Snowell came out a few years ago. It's an okay film. It's about, you know, the, the Christmas Joy and stuff. And it's awesome. It's so great to see, you know, fucking that event in its own film. 
but I don't want to see that like jammed into like Verdun or something. Like, oh my god, fuck yeah, it. Like, yeah, make it its own. Absolutely, yeah. too much shit going on. Yeah. It's it's two movies crammed into one. It's like three yeah. movies with a, with a book title slapped not, on it. Yeah, not like, even like so. And, and I like well. it. And Very I and jarred. I did like it. Yeah, like yeah, but like you know, it's it's sad. So yeah. Nate, that, Nathaniel, what are your what are your statements that you want to say after Brian, and then we'll 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 dive into this. So bitch so I guess first. I guess the the question is is that because I didn't do any research on any of the other movies, any any yep, of the book, good. What is what is in what is what's in this movie that's not in the rest? The all the general armistice scene. stuff, yeah, all, you know, all the, the armistice stuff, um, all the armistice. Yeah, stuff. we'll we'll explain it. You'll, you'll actually you will have your answer. By the end of that, it's a good question, and we're gonna address all of that shit. The the book is entirely a like a foot soldier's journey. It's yeah, not it has nothing the, to do with like the. That's why generals. it's there's like there's no let up from Paul's story of just death and war and awfulness. Like, and this movie, it, you like you take a break and you get that contrast, but right. it's not what this is supposed to be like that's that's its own separate yeah and that's thing. and that's it's, where i felt like it was the weakest was when it would yeah. take that 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 break it would take its foot off the accelerator i mean yeah, in terms it, of the in terms of the general scenes and just to clarify what i liked i did not like the general scenes of them doing the whole thing i like the concept if you're going to kill him do it that way where it's where it's the general being a pompous prick and not letting like going all and the that, way to the that, that was not in the that was not in the book. We'll I figured that, that yeah. yeah, that was not. I, in the book. I like that part. What I want to clarify is I do not think all the general scenes and the character of a general with the dog and the dinners and the whole like, yep. oh, is your father a saddle maker? Who the fuck? I don't give a fuck. Like all yeah. all that all that. <laughs> it's no, really that's, obvious. That's yeah. all. That's all like just you know bullshit filler. And I knew that, and and I felt like it was those scenes. Anything that wasn't Paul wasn't very strong. But it wasn't just Paul too. It was um, like you mentioned, Cat, which we're gonna get into. Yeah, you they 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 actually so for you to like say that they had a good relationship, very good observation, and they portrayed it well. Mm -hmm. So that's good because okay. in the book they did, and okay. so we'll get into that. So um, where do you guys want to start? On the, do you want to go like do you want to kind of like follow the novel through? Yeah, right. the novel is fantastic. I mean, I, Brian, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, not everybody's going to know the film too, or we could just talk about no. But like, but like, we can we can just say the differences because like, for the first part of the novel, like the big chunk of it, they don't show it in this particular rendition of it. So we can just kind of gloss over and just summarize what happened, and then bam, we're not there. But we can summarize the parts that they tried to show in this rendition, but it it doesn't work. I, I I'll say it again that my I uh, really disappointing that the uh, Himmelstoss character is yeah Himmelstoss yeah because that was yeah. a very important one because it it, mm -hmm. it symbolizes yeah a lot of shit and um yeah it's it's insane so He's what do you guys want to do in it at all yeah I don't know how much you want to talk about the original in case you're gonna do another one on it but well right but like how much well we 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 could do it with every fucking rendition we could do it with 1930 or the 1979 yeah. like it doesn't matter but like. Yeah, how, how, how do you guys want to fuck this pig? <laughs> Ooh, so many options. So I, 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 I don't like the how it starts in 1917, and it 
rushes a huge jump into November 1918. Right. It's like the last year. It's literally just to get that right. tension of, is he going to survive the war? And is he, oh, it's the last attack. And it's this futile attack in the last 15 minutes, which didn't happen. Like, that, that they're going to, is he going to live? And I, I don't like that. Like, like I say, the epicness is kind of brought out of it. Like, uh, of going from, I think, 1914 enlists, 1915s, like his first battle. So then it goes all the way to the end. Like oh he almost makes it to the end in the in the original, uh, the '30s version end of the book, um, and he gets just randomly sticks his head up above the parapet one day and gets shot by a sniper reaching for a butterfly. Which I don't think is in the book if I remember. No, I think it's, he it doesn't. Dies. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't that's, even that's say how he from dies. the original. Yeah, it the, says the he just version. he just he fell on whatever you know. Right, blah, it doesn't blah. matter. How yeah, he, how and it it's happened. like you know all the German all, all the German reports that day said was it, yeah. It implies. It was soon near the armistice, but it doesn't ever say what day. Yeah, it's all like it close. says was the German reports that they said all quiet on the Western Front. That yes, was all they reported after like his epic story and all the hardships he went through. All his death is just all quiet on the Western Front, and then that's that's how pitiful and useless right. it was. But for and this movie, is, they wanted to have a huge epic battle at the end. Yeah, the, you know? the futility. Of, like we almost made it, and it's like I I think I talked to Brian before. I was like it. It had these Hollywood esque moments where they like they couldn't resist. They could have oh, just buried. had that where he just got dies as a sniper randomly on a just a dull day where nothing happened, nothing of merit happened, his death barely be recorded. Yep. But now he's the oh the last German soldier killed. Like you just couldn't help yourself, could you? Like he had to get in an epic fist fight and get like tried to get drowned in the mud and like ah, you, know, you just couldn't help it huh <laughs> like, yeah how casual were the frenchmen too like the war is over and like oh here's germans walking around with guns like you're the victors yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, fucking get the fuck out of here that guy's watch <laughs> like, fucking hit him in the head these yeah, guys yeah, just attacked you there's not a lot of not a lot of friendship going on <laughs> like, oh it's easy to look back and be like oh the war is over 1101 like, yeah, what the fuck no. Yeah, you know I mean, to be, to be fair, like most of those guys have been like, we've been fighting here for fucking yeah, if everyone true, months but not just time, like but... watering like zombies. Like, hey, it's it's Hans, you know, like yeah, you know, there, there might have been some violence, but like, there, chap, I, like I... yeah, good fight, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it was just more of like um, they were trying to portray like what happened, you know, maybe several hours after the armistice was declared. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, they're kind sure. of display like but, you know nobody's really their enemy. They're just your enemy. Nobody just, won. Like, you had to be. Yeah, nobody, nobody won. won. Like, it's just like yeah. oh, I guess we'll walk away. Because like, those guys in the front, they're they, they don't they don't see the French winning the fucking war. The Germans don't see us losing. They're just like fucking. We're just here. Okay, it's over. We're not shooting each other anymore. Okay, our orders. We're not going to get shot or court-martialed or you know put up in a firing squad if we say no. I'm not going to kill this guy. Okay, it starts to sink in. Maybe that's what they were trying to portray, but like, who knows how it actually was? Because again, none of us were there, and you know, most of those guys that were there aren't going to write fucking memoirs or here's some books. But they're going to be like, "Hey, I survived it. I went home, and I went back to my turnip farm, yeah. and this and that." Like, which is a great part in the original, the 1930s, where he Paul goes back to the classroom, yeah, and Nathan, you want to know what to talk about? And he, well, the that's like, well, well, what do you, what tell him how good it is to fight for your country? And he goes, well, sometimes we 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 kill and die yes. in the trenches. We try not to be killed, and sometimes we are. Like, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and he also like, gets pissed off at him, on. kind of, because he goes, yeah, he's like, you I'm don't not know, because you've never heroic. been there, you know, you've never been yeah. there. Like, what the fuck are you talking? That's yeah, another like, part. I'm not like, gonna tell these kids that the whole thing with like, <laughs> remember him, he gets all the rations too, because they're like, it's pretty bad. You want to have enough food? And he's like, what do you mean? There's nothing at home. 
Yeah, right. there's yeah, nothing. Like, yeah. Soldiers yeah, have been yeah it's just his, his father's like, well, you yeah. just got to keep going. See, look, the, uh, the arm, literally armchair generals. We're, talk, we're talking more about the 30s version because this yep. is entirely better. Um, <laughs> like, look how much, look, look, you're almost there. You just got to keep pushing. It's like that like horror of like nobody fucking gets yeah, it. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it's, nobody that's the thing gets is, it. It's just, it's, it, the, yeah, by the, taking away that, that yep. home front scenes and hitting the Himmelstrass character and adding in the general armistice of that, that that's gone from the from the movie like that that contrast gets taken away and that i think is the more important contrast to make yeah it, it does take a lot away it, it takes a lot away because himmelstoss is a guy that you know trains them and they're like oh god that's their first introduction in the german military right oh he's such a tough guy the guy's a postal carrier in the original film yeah. it he's shows that it doesn't show yeah. the 79 one but it, it does say it in the book he was a postal carrier right and then um, in this one, it's like there's no mention of him. It's just they they yeah, they brush even. through the basic training part of it, which is a really crucial part of how they all got to know each other really well. They were friends before. They were colleagues. They were in the same class and all that shit. But they really bonded over the hatred of Himmelstoss. And, and then they just took that away in this film. And it's like, fuck it. Even the 79 version, which is horseshit. They still had him, and he was he was he was said as a very short, fucking loud, angry man. And they got it in both versions of the film. They got it both right, except mm-hmm. this one because he wasn't there. Yeah, so. in the original, I well, I mean, just to burn it up again, I love how he dies in the original. Like, because I, I just watched it last night because I love mm-hmm. it. Like, uh, like he's not he's this big gun ho military guy, and how does he die? He doesn't get in some big fist fight with some nope. friends and dies on her, but he just falls and dies. You never see him again. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, um, it's all like that he, shit. He ties the shell and pisses himself. And he just dies. But there's yeah. just no, like, so in this version, like it's just, it, it's mainly like a fucking, we want to show world war one, how the battles were and how fucked up they were and how gruesome they were and whatever. It's like, Okay, you couldn't follow the story a little bit better. You can still do that yeah, with like, the st- like, follow the story. Yeah, uh, even and, and so, it's go ahead, Sean. Uh, it's great. They did a great job of that. And like the armistice yeah. scenes, like I don't hate them. Like I like them. I love that story. I think it's a story that a movie needs to be told about. Right, but it's a whole, different fucking movie. It, but yeah, make it. It's a different movie crammed into it. Like it's a whole other story that you're tacking on. Like yep, exactly. I, uh, I think they still could have done some stuff that's that's in the book when it comes to the battle stuff that um, to show how fucked up the war is. Like, I mean, in the book, he talks about like seeing a guy, you know, with his feet blown off, walking on his stumps and things like that. Um, it never got to that territory in the in the this this version of the movie. We see guys him hitting someone with the spade, um, which is oh, that that book. was that was actually the best portrayal in this version of the film that was, Oh yeah, no, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. I agree. But like some of those more, like there, there's some stuff in the book when I was, you know, listening to the, I was like, yeah, God damn. You know, yeah, there, there's the yeah. one where the guy gets blown by the, the mind, the big, um, big caliber shell into the tree, like stripped as tree, uniform. Yeah. I know that's out of the, that's in the book. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I did. Um, I did I'm, think that was very cool. At least. Yeah. That's, that that's, that's from the book. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that's right out of the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's yeah. no, um, yeah. another one that he talks about in the book is that, uh, he sees a French guy, uh, get his head, uh, like uh, something goes like a piece of, fragment or shrapnel or whatever goes through his neck and his head is hanging off his body but he like walks for 
like a couple of feet and then hits the ground. Um, that's yeah. not in this movie. So there was some stuff like that. And in both uh, films, they talk about the hand clasping the, um, the, the wire that's been blown off. And that's in the 1930s one. Um, yeah. yep. it, it's not in this one. It's in also in the 79 one, but it's not in this one. So, uh, it's yeah. just interesting. There's, again, there's like, the the Seychelles tanks running people over, which is very yeah. well done. But I, I, I like yep. that. Yeah, but those parts in the book are are, are missing. So it's like, oh. were the tanks mm. in the books um, in the other nope. movies? And mm. no, nope. they talk about tanks in the book. Yeah, it's very vague. There's a lot of vague shit. There's a lot of vague platitudes in the book. Yeah, it's that, it's mostly just describing things. You know, yeah, it's describing happens. like his right, experience right, yeah. from his point of view. And obviously, like yeah, technologically, in the 1930s probably couldn't do tanks easily. So, like, I don't expect that in there. They but <laughs> well, yeah, they had yeah, but like same tanks. Yeah. To, get him, to get him correct, like T seventeen show a lot. Well, no, the the Saint-Germain tanks, which would be accurate for 1917. Amazing. They showed up in April of 17, and they were used. Were they throughout were the they end. accurate uh, CG tanks? Were they actually? Yeah, they look yep. really good. Okay. Yeah, yep. I don't they know. Really good. Yeah, I yeah, know they, they were CG, but like, yeah. So you've got on, on a Sanchamon, you've got one seventy-five millimeter. I love the panic they had too. You got one seventy-five millimeter howitzer in the front, right? Which you saw, and you got four uh, Hotchkiss uh, eight millimeter Lebel machine guns going forward. You know, on a, that on a that was really cool to see that they did tackle the concept of that. You know, once the tank was in the trench, they fucking just annihilated them on the sides. Like that yeah, was because like, you, like you I knew had, that was a thing, but you don't see that ever used in movies, and that was really well. They cool. they, they had they had four, two on each side, well, and they would have one cool going to the extent of this, actually being shown. Not cool that they got. They had like a like it was like a hundred and something degrees for the front ones, and then the back ones. Yeah, if you're in the back of that tank, you're still fucked. Yeah, because yeah, yeah it's like they're gonna hit you, and but also knocking them out was very accurate. You take out the tracks, they can't move. And then yeah, you're in no man's land, surrounded by yeah, and you're stuck there. <laughs> you're They're gonna throw fucked. grenades. Usually, in the there. infantry, if they got through the wire after you, great. Right. But no, normally, you were done. Not, you were toast. Yeah, and that's the thing is the sh- the Saint They were very, very, very slow, and they were not actually considered a tank. They were considered a very heavily armored vehicle. That's the the way they much. viewed them, and um. The way they use them in the film, I'm not exactly sure if that was accurate. Like if they'd actually like gone over the trench, the parapet and everything. But it is what it is. Like they looked good. So yeah, to answer your question, as far as the CG, because you can tell it's CG, but it was done very well. And um the the reaction, like Sean was saying, is like, yeah, there's fucking terrified. I would be too. Like it's like the ground shaking thing that was for cinematic effect, because the ground's like, yeah, that, that's a little that's a little much for right. <laughs> enough to make tank. enough to make rats run away. <laughs> like that's, that's earthquake proportions of, of rattle. The rat the rats running away, no. But the, yeah, but no. the ground shaking like that. That's the kind of concept you get with uh, with. And I'm gonna say it wrong because Mike B always says I say it wrong. Cavalry charges. So cavalry. Cavalry. Cavalry was the hill that Jesus was crucified on. However you, you want to. However you want to fucking say it. Just just say it. Speak your mind. Maryland. <laughs> Um, I I, I was really Calvary. waiting for it in this movie, but there's no gas attack in. I, I haven't seen the seventy nine version, but in none of the films, right? There's there's not gas, and that's a big part in the in the book. From what I remember, he's trying to like struggle to keep some recruits mask on because he wants to take it off in a panic. But they're in the bottom Every, of a shell he hole. Puts his arms the gas his is, Yeah, yeah, right. the gas is like congealing. He literally pins this recruit to the ground as the gas flows around them, and there wasn't any of that. And I was like, 
this is it. Like it's 2022. We yep. have the technology to do it. And they didn't do it. Like, but they, uh, but they also just alluded okay. to it right away where they were like, you know, when they were going up to the front initially, they were oh, like, that's oh, why gas. I, was, I was excited. And I was, well, I wasn't <laughs> excited because gas wasn't used as much as people think. And you can debate me on that all you want, but like, um, they kind of touch on that with those, that with that company they're trying to find. Yeah. yeah they the company they bodies, for, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like, um, it was used, but like, they were just doing a drill then, and I was like, okay, so this is all going to be about gas and everything, even though it kind of for less than 1% of all casualties in the First World War, which is interesting. But, like, I was like, okay, it's all going to be about gas, and then there was nothing, and I'm like, there'd probably be at least one. Yeah, like, if you really want to make this movie about, like, the horrors of the of the actual front right. com- contrasted with, like, the general loftiness, like, I think as much as you, it wasn't used as much as people think, as you said, like, but that's still something you could have put in if you're already yes. wa- veering off the book. You have that in the book to go off of. So right. why didn't why wasn't that in here? <laughs> right. It's just like what the fuck? Like they, they they used a shitload of other cliches, but they didn't use that one. And I'm like, interesting. Well, it's very funny because I mean, like, tell me if I'm wrong, but most more one movies, no one really does touches on gas. They'll mention gas, but they'll never ever want to show the effects of gas. Uh, usually they do. They usually show. Um, most World War movies I've seen, they'll at least show one or two, at least, gas attacks, and they'll show the effects. Um, I, I think the 79 version has a gas scene in it. Yeah, a couple of them, yeah, because they're, they're sitting there in the holes and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but like... Um, maybe it's because I... Excuse me. Maybe it's because I haven't watched as many... Um, yeah, and it, it, it's, it's, it's all right because, like, um, it was used. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't used at all, but, like, the, the efficacy of a gas attack was... It's not like... Every single attack that ever happened had a gas barrage. Yeah, well, and if they did even, it was like the efficacy was not that high. Like the wind had to be going just right. They had to be moving at the exact spot. Like a lot of the gas attacks, like it just, the wind just blew it away and it disintegrated. It was like done. And it, but, but here's the thing is like when it did take effect, it's a fucking psychological terror. That's all that matters. And that's why we still carry gas masks to this day is because of the psychological terror of the gas attacks in the first world war. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting how like, yeah, you bring that up. It wasn't used. It was used as like a kind of thing, like a training tool at the beginning, but there was no gas. And then they, they, they go into that, um, that depot, that train depot and there's empty gas canisters. And they're like, Oh shit. And then they see all these guys that were there. And they're like, Oh, they put on their masks too late, you know, whatever. And, that's interesting, but it's like if you're gonna show gas, like show it how it show it, yeah, yeah. I, and there's there's literally no World One film that I've ever seen or heard of that actually shows it accurately because, yeah. Anyway, I won't I won't get into the nerdery of that. So, but anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. A missed opportunity. That's yeah. how I described it after I watched yeah. it. Right. It's like, well, all around. It's very underwhelming. Um, I guess um, if we were to dive yeah. into uh, just to kind of slight things that I guess that stood out. I mean, uh, number one, fucking music. Dear God. Not good. <laughs> I didn't know how to feel about that. I was, <laughs> I, uh, I was conflicted yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Gallipoli bad, but it was still like... <laughs> What is that? Like, yeah, is that a sound like effect or is that music? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, like, it, it so- was just like, like, I guess it's trying to do, I, this is what I think it's trying to do. I think it's trying to mix a, a thing of, te- of, of tension mixed with, un, un, with uh, uncertainty mixed in with 
we got to be hit for the kids and we got to do Battlefield 1 yep. in the game because that's what yes. we succeed. So it looks very much like Battlefield 1. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, like, like, there like, if you think of it, but if you think of it like this, it's like, okay, what, what's, what's this like? You know, last ten years of music choice. It's, oh, it's, you know, combining to generate. Like, if you're going to do a historical thing, like people try to combine, like, the music of or the music taste of this generation, because obviously that's what's going to sell or you know be interesting or new or, ooh, look what we did. Ooh, like I. I I was like it it did its first boom. I thought my speakers were malfunctioning for half. Yeah, right, me too. Right. And then I yeah. was like, oh, it's yeah. the music. It okay, by, uh, yeah. All right, fine. Let's see let's see how this music goes. And it just went boom in like weird editing cadence. So it wasn't even like normal okay. cadence of music. So like it so, made me think they're just trying to be this art housey kind of thing. And I'll get I'll, I'll get I I that kind of leads into my next thing is like. I don't know what it was. The editing seemed like, you know, normal pacing of editing. It's like, okay, cool, cool. Good shots, good cinematography, good cadence, good everything. You know, that looks cool. That looks neat. Oh, I like how they did that. And then, blah, and then these clip cuts right before the farm kid kills. <laughs> oh, just cat. random shit. Oh, just yeah. random shit. Almost like he's paranoid. <laughs> like he, the foxes. And, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, what is that? Well, the fuck. Well, well, yeah, no, 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 no. Actually, the foxes and stuff, that didn't bother me. That, that. That was like that's kind of like you're setting the setting in the woods that it's something is that normal yeah of a peaceful existence I think that's I what, yeah it, it, again, <laughs> don't show the home front but we got foxes right yeah like <laughs> like, like I think I think I I think again I think it comes down to this art house kind of feeling where the editing kind of almost doesn't know what almost what genre it wants to be put in and that's only but only in certain parts of the film. Um, it's weird. No, I, I well, I, w- I wanted to ask you about that because that's what you said in your uh, your um, initial statement about the editing, and I was like, I felt the same thing. There were a, a number of times to where they were lingering on just random shit, and it kind of felt almost like how the Revenant was directed. I well, um, no, I was gonna say like it felt very Revenant um, mm-hmm. editing to me, but I don't mind that. I like the Revenant a lot. Yeah, I do too because it, it works with the. But Revenant. it works it's with the, a, the Revenant is not a story about the trenches of World War One, <laughs> right? Yeah, like 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 I do think, I I do think the juxtaposition to those static shots don't take away from that. I think the ones that really. We're like out of nowhere was him with was them using the same shots again for those very small little like like I it mainly where I can remember it off the top of my head is where right before Kat's gonna get shot by the kid with the shotgun. That's where that really cropped up. And I was kinda like, what the fuck? This is nowhere else in the film, so why the fuck is this editing style? And then it doesn't do anything anywhere else. And it was the same static shots like over and over again. So I wonder if it's subliminal. If it's trying to paint a message, is it trying to be art housey? Like, it, I just didn't care for it. it just, that's what took me out of that moment, which is probably why I'm like, okay, cool, fucking buzz, buzz cut kid with a fucking shotgun out of nowhere. I. Uh- when yes. when they were running through that field, I was waiting for how Cat dies in the original. Yeah, I was too. I was like, "Where's I was, that I was shell like, oh. coming from?" Oh uh, yeah, I was like, "Well, we're here. the plane's gonna come down. Here it comes." And I was like, "Oh, why is it snowing? How's the plane gonna fly?" And then like the key turns around, as a kid. I'm like, "Hey, you yeah, that's not how he dies in the in any <laughs> of the adaptations." I was gonna ask because I was waiting for a sniper shot to ring out of him like in the middle uh, of the field. So 
spoiler, basically he come Paul comes back from leave um and meets up with Cat who's looking for food. Um and a plane is like is like just like randomly dropping bombs on them and he gets hit in the shin. So Paul picks him up to carry him to the aid. And as he does, another bomb lands behind them and it hits Cat in the back of the head and kills him, but Paul doesn't realize it. So he's carrying him to the aid station, talking to him. Um you know, tell him about life, how what they're gonna do back home, and he puts him down at the aid station. That's where the the aid is like, right. oh, you could have saved yourself the trouble, <laughs> yep, and like yep. goes back to like playing cards, and it's like, oh, well, he's dead, and it's like, again, like this guy who's been through so much. We know him, like you love this character. He just died, and like they, they don't, nobody cares. Like, yep, yeah, your, you your deal you is, in the original. Like, yeah, yeah like, oh, get his payback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. but instead <laughs> so, they they. It, well, it's funny because <laughs> in the. Uh, in the book, that whole thing about them stealing the goose from the farmer is in there, but uh, instead they decided for this movie to bring it back to where the kid from that farm kills him. Gets, yeah. gets his revenge, yeah. And then gets promptly hung by the military. For police. mother <laughs> goose. <laughs> Here come the chain yeah, yeah. In- Insert World of War uh, alien siren sound. Like, blah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, if we're talking about deaths, not as bad as t- I'm going to fuck up the name Tajin, TJ Tajin, Tajin. Yeah, I can't, I can't fuck up pronounce it. Tajin, the fuck, yeah, who's, yeah, who is the fucking man in the original? And this one, he stabs himself with a fork in the in neck. The neck. Oh, like that, that was the most egregious <laughs> yeah. what one. What are like, we that, doing? I, I can live with cats. Yeah. I'll live with it. But that, like, well, no, it's okay. interesting. <laughs> okay, so, 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 hold on. I, before before we get on on that, is like. How does he die in the other ones? Uh, he doesn't. I so in the book, I forgot um, about the book. Yeah. In the book, uh, he talks about how if I if I lose my leg, like I want to die or something like that. Um, now there's a whole part of the book where Paul and a number of his comrades are in the, the mil- are in the hospital. Yeah, they're, um, they're looking at Kemmerick, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that's not him. That's Kemmerick, and Alfred is the guy who says, "I don't live as a cripple." Right, right, right. okay, yeah. yeah. But in it's that, Tajin's an old hand that they meet. Right, but in the in that moment, someone says that like someone tries to stab himself in the chest with a fork, but they're not successful. Yeah, it was another. It was another guy. Yeah, right. Was a so I, guy. I I think that's probably kind of where that comes from. But like, we want to have it be really gruesome and forks shit, are really you know? dangerous, as it turns out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, like, I mean, I mean, when I, he said like, "Do you have cutlery?" I'm like, yeah. "He's gonna fucking Isn't... take out his neck." Like, I did like how they turn around yeah. and the guy's eating his soup. I liked that part. Like, he, he couldn't give a fuck. He just used that opportunity that their friend died to steal his soup. <laughs> like, oh, I like that. I forget. I don't like the I other part. To God, there's a film. I don't know what came out, but of these two guys. Oh, is it um, the Young Lions? Where the guy slips in the bayonet. He's oh, that's that movie that that's um, that movie that Michael, Michael you've seen the, that, right? That's the one that that's, called from your test. The Young Lions with uh, that. That Mando. was the movie. Oh, that, that was one. the movie that you did. Oh, yeah. Where he's the, the he's the, the blonde German. Yeah. In, yeah. That's what he's that's the, the one I they, laughed at because I didn't. Yeah. Think but, yes. Like, in that movie, yeah. he, he is a wounded comrade. They're in North Africa. Yep. Strafed on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And he slips him a bayonet. Yep. Because in the hospital and he's like, I can't. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. It's so that was. I forgot all about that. They should have skipped. I was trying. I was like, "Fuck! What film was it? It's famous, you know." Yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, but it was the Young Lions. So interesting thing, but yeah, it's like they they went so far from the original narrative. You know, it's like just name it. You know, really loud in the West. Him, him, him. Like yeah, like like Alfred freaking out that he doesn't want to live as a cripple, and you know, realizing his life is going to be like that. Like a bit more poignant than man stabs himself in the neck with a fork. Yeah. The fact that he would survive is more 
uh, powerful than yeah. this. You know, it's much. Yeah, it hits yeah. you a little bit more. Now, now at the end, at the end of the the of, of everything of the all the sources, does Paul live at the end? No, no, no. Okay, God no. How does he, he die in the other ones? It just says it says he fell on this day and blah 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 in the in the book um, and in the prior two films. That's how he dies. Well, it's, okay. it's he, so, he yeah. Sorry, Mike. If you want. So in the nineteen thirty one, he has this whole thing to where he talks about he liked to catch butterflies in uh, and yeah. in the, at the end of the thirties one. There's a butterfly at the edge of the trench and he's like trying to reach it to grab it. And you see, like, uh, a French sniper, like, sneaking up. And it's just a shot of his arm. And you hear a shot ring out. And his hand, like, clenches. And then it goes limp. Yep. And then, so, in the 79 one, he's drawing a bird. He's drawing a bird. kind of, like, is trying to get closer and, like, kind of gets his head up where it shouldn't be. And then a French sniper fucking nails him. So And he falls down. And this is also within – it doesn't doesn't ever say what day it was exactly that he died – it, it's sometime it's in like very. It's like very close to the end. Nineteen eighteen. Like, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's like within so. within like a week to the end is what yeah, you so, get. So so that whole push wasn't eleven. Yeah. See, no. and that's where I think I don't like that, and that's where I think that's like yeah. Ugh. It's like a superhero World War One. There weren't a lot of a lot of assaults on November eleventh, uh, in nineteen eighteen. There really weren't. Like the guys, they were done, and they had heard the talks of an armistice. Blah blah. blah. So they didn't want to do anything. There were attacks in certain sectors. Were there more American yeah, attacks? Yeah, but yeah, I was going to yes. say by yes. Americans. So that's, that's, yeah, that's the, the Americans are like, come on, boys. The war's almost over. We got more medals to win. Yeah. Right, but well, it was like yeah. the Germans and the French and the British, like they mainly were like, let's just ride this out. But there, there still were attacks. So that's so not, yeah. That's one thing that I actually found really interesting when, uh, you know, hearing the book is that because in all of the movie adaptations, it's just the French. However, in the book, they talk about the British, the French, uh, the Russians, and the Americans. Yeah, he's all over. Yeah, all over and uh, so it, it's never just like, yeah, all the movie adaptations, it's just the French. But in the book, it's like everybody. Uh, I, I think uh, less less clothes for the extras you have to buy if you just keep it one army. Um, the part in the book with the Russian prisoners is really interesting, though. Yeah, he's at the POW, mm-hmm. the POW camp. I forgot about that part. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. If you could take anything away from this podcast, it's read the book. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's a quick read, and you will invest love it. <laughs> in the book instead of Netflix. Yeah. Um. So, if you guys wouldn't mind, Sean, I've heard that you're a bit of a connoisseur of World War One history and kind of details. Um. I've got so most of my notes came from the first half hour of this film, and when I write notes, everybody knows what that means. Mm-hmm. It's great, it's wrong. Yeah, and I've got a lot of them. So um, these are all the technical and kind of uh, historically questionable things. Can I ask you experts a question? Um, So the one, because like uh, technically wise, like I'm not, uh, you know, into the World War II, uh, World War I stuff, but uh, I could have sworn in this movie some of the German extras were wearing M35 helmets. Nope, they were not. They weren't? Okay, nope. I could have sworn they nope. were. So right. why? No, I, I I didn't see any M35 helmets, but I saw weird fucking, like, maybe it's just the guy's head, but some helmets look different than others. Let's just get they into had, this. Let's just they get had into a, this. Uh, Michael yeah. could probably tell you, but they had a couple of different variants of the what you think is the Stahlhelm. Okay. A couple of couple of different ones. That, yeah. That, that could have been what you saw. Yeah. Well. They're not super common, but they did but, exist. But they, they, they weren't in this film. So yes. just so you know, but like, 
Um, so my notes are as, as follows. The first thing I typed was Jesus Christ. This is about a minute into the <laughs> film, right? Um, they had a massive amount of reproduction helmets, which, okay, I get it. But Nate, did you end up finding the production value? Like uh, no, Netflix is keeping that under wraps. Let me see if I can find out. Again. Yeah, just something because it's too close to the release date of this. Yeah, but like usually they, yeah, whatever. They, anyway, they got to declare that it made the most money ever. So what was, and we'll get into the repro. The repro helmets thing is going to be a recurring kind of thing I'm going to talk about because it changes throughout the film. Um, so in the first scene, like where the you know whatever uh, missing gear, a lot of missing gear, like good pieces of gear, whatever. Um, and I was like, what was he shooting? Oh, I missed that. Blanks. And then drops rifle and charges with the spade. Not going to fucking happen, dude. That's what I mean by, that's what I mean <laughs> by, by sacrificing cinematography for, for realism. For, for rack or Yeah. Something. Right. And, and, it's like, and he wasn't even, I mean, look, I won't get on shooting real blanks or not real blanks, but if you're going to have him fire a gun, at least show like a little bit more impact. A little bit recoil. Like, and like, cause I didn't, yeah. like you guys said, I didn't know he was shooting at first. And I'm like, oh, I saw the, I saw the, uh, the striker go forward in the bolt. And I'm like, Oh, he's firing? Man, that's the weakest fucking blank I've ever seen. It, it, yeah. He's probably it's dry cause he, firing. It's because he, yeah, he wasn't firing. He wasn't firing at all. He was just firing probably normal stuff. But right. Like, and that was, okay. Yeah. So that was the whatever. Um, I, I've, yeah, I noticed stuff like that. And my mind just goes, well, it's a blank, whatever. Like, I, yeah, I just, same, yeah. Yeah, I but that was, that was pretty out. egregious. That was like, yeah, it, it was, that, like just, it was bad. <laughs> like, if I notice it, my girlfriend notices it, it's not good. Dry firing this bitch. It's like, okay. And then charging with a spade, and then it's like, no, it's, your spade is a last resort, and the Germans fucking knew that. Even in 1914, they knew that. Because they once they started doing that, they're like, yeah, it's a last resort weapon, because you can't use your bayonet because it's on your rifle. Anyway, um, so when they get to their, uh, like, they're, they're, they're signing up, you know, for the fatherland. Uh, uniform issue did not happen right after they got medically cleared. It was like, you get medically cleared, then you go to the fucking issue place. Because guess what? Magically, they don't have a fucking crystal ball that knows all these guys' sizes. <laughs> Good to go. Yep. I liked what they were going for, of like the reissue uniforms of all the dead guys. I, they didn't do that shit. Yeah, it's because I don't... I don't, I, was, I don't know if the Germans did that, but that seems like a lot of fucking work. Like I, I hadn't heard of that before. So Right, what, hap- what would happen is once you got to the front or like you were like out there... Yeah, you had to tailor up and patch up your own fucking uniform because you weren't going to get reissued. Now, the new recruits, yeah, you'd get fresh uniforms because they were very, like, they weren't short on wool. They were short on leather, okay, a lot. So you would get a new uniform, and it would be new. It would not be a new model, per se. They issued the the 1910-14s, the 1910-15s that are basically the whatever, like, the cuffs that you see a lot in this film. Just the the uh, Brandenburg cuffs without the like you know uh, buttons and shit on the cuffs, with the buttons still the exposed buttons and then the the nineteen fifteen Feldblusser right. So it was like what model you get is irrelevant, but you would get something that was relatively your size when you went to the issuing facility, right? So it's like they're not just going to be like, oh, you're cleared. Here's the stamp medically. You're good to go. Here's your uniform set. It's like that's not going to fucking happen. And then with that. <laughs> the kid that puts on the gas mask wheeler, right? The, 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 the glasses with the, uh, the strap on them. That's something you don't get until you're actually at the front. Cause those are special made. That was a special made pace, uh, a specially made piece of equipment. 
that was made for guys at the front that had glasses. They would get you prescription too, by the way. And they would go, all right, at the front, you're going to be wearing these because you can put your gas mask on over it. It won't interrupt. The frames won't interrupt it, whatever, all that shit. So that's bullshit. But they they showed it, you know, so it's like, okay. It's a, it's a cool touch. I it's mean, a cool touch. It's just it's, inaccurately yeah, it's just shown, you know. At the, at the front, thing, yeah. yes, absolutely. They, he would have that on, absolutely. But, like, right after you get your fucking uniform and you throw them on, okay, and whatever. So, also, you don't get your regimental shorter boards until you're assigned to the regiment, which means you graduated your basic training kind of thing, uh, usually. And this regiment, I found problems with that because the 78th regiment, which is what's going to be on your shoulder boards, right, was from um, Saxony, right? And these guys say they're in northern Germany. And what they said later on in the film was a 78th Reserve Division. And it's like, okay, well, the 70th Reserve Division had fucking four, five, four, four infantry regiments. And that's the number that would be on your shoulder boards, right? The red numbers on your shoulder boards. And so 78 was like, it's like somebody didn't do their research. They just wanted to look cool. And they're like, I mean, the, the boards themselves looked good. The, the script was correct or as close as correct as you can get. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, just again, another fucking 10 seconds of research. You can figure <laughs> out that that was whatever. Um, that I'm going to blow through these notes, Brian. I know, but like, we're almost there. We're almost there. Um, <laughs> so they get to the front and they're in their trucks, right? A medical doctor is directing traffic for incoming troops. Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> the no. doctor doesn't leave oh, the operator really room. Directing. He was just trying to. Oh, no, he's directing. He doesn't traffic. leave the fucking operator room. No, I, I, <laughs> like, no, I, I would, I, that's a desperate I, move. I mean, I can see I, that. I, I, would, I, yeah. I get it, but literally mm -hmm. any other asshole. Like, you could have had somebody, just some mm -hmm. asshole directed traffic. And then they pull up and they realize exactly. what it is. Like, mm -hmm. So, Nate, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, the guy covering in blood, waving you down, I mean, I think I'm going to do what he tells me to do. He might be a serial killer. That could be a, that could be a crazy man. Yeah. I just like I said, he might be a serial killer. I'm not going to fuck. I'm not going to, like, you know. Like Sean said, that guy is not leaving the fucking operating table, right? They're going to get some other schmuck. You know, Brian, you're rubbing off on me. Uh, they're going to get some other, like, like fucking private or whatever to go, hey, we got, we got reinforcements, and the sergeant or whatever is going to be like, yeah, get these trucks this way and this we need those trucks so like whatever it's not going to be a fucking doctor that part it was another little detail it's like okay fucking christ uh and then i said uh repo helmets again yeah the skirt is way too long and when they're this is when they're marching up to the front and it's that shitty like indian slash chinese made repros it's like this blue gray paint that's like matte colored i know because i've owned a couple of them when i first started out and it's not shiny the original German paint job was like a green. I have an original like mint condition and it was also shiny because they put boiled linseed oil in there. So it wouldn't scratch as much. It also had the effect of being very shiny. And so also just the shapes, whatever you can tell that they're not real. Uh, but that does change. So, uh, and again, they get to the front line, they get to the trench helmets off in a frontline trench while apparently there's shit popping off because the machine is shooting. <laughs> yeah, they're I wrote, what the out. actual fuck? I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, if you got to bail out the fucking trench, you're going to figure out any other way means the, buckets, something. 
the, uh, the original, um, the 30s one, at the very end, like right before Paul dies, they're bailing out Trin, so they have like some sort of cup attached to a to a stick. Right, That's what right, they're doing. Right. It's like, like literally anything but your helmet. Like I get the point is like, fuck you, you thought you had a dry head at least. Like, no, take your helmet off and bail out the water. But yeah, not something you would do. You would not take your fucking helmet off. Yeah, no. <laughs> when you're on the front line, and this, this is going to come up again, but like when you're on the front line, if you're not in a fucking dugout, your fucking helmet is on. I don't care what side you're on. I don't care if you're French, British, American, uh, fucking German, Austro-Hungarian. Your helmet is on when you're outside because there's a constant danger of artillery, which it shows in this fucking scene. Anyway, um, so this is a this is a very tiny thing. I'll just brush over this really quick. When he drops his tornister, his pack, right? Um, in marching order, in proper marching order, that they would be going up here, the, tor- the tornister straps would have been underneath his shoulder boards. Because that there's a reason for that. It's so when you're marching, the fucking straps from your your pack don't go down on your shoulder. That's a it's a functional thing as well as a decorative thing. But that's a tiny thing. Whatever they might not have known that. I'll just give them that. And then yeah. And then I just wrote bailing out a trench with protective headgear. Jesus Christ. And so <laughs> don't get back on that. And then so again, here's another one. Cat himself and a couple other ones has a camouflage painted helmet in 1917. Yeah. I and I just that. wrote, I wrote, go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> okay. So why Did is that? So, so why is that wrong? So the, the order for that came down and I forgot exactly what month, but early, like this big, it's basically when they launched operation Michael in 1918. Right. Shout they out. said, <laughs> right. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. yeah. Um, they, uh, the uh. high command, I don't know if it was Ludendorff or Hindenburg or whatever. They said, uh, I um, think it was Hindenburg at that point. Yeah, it might have been because they said, yeah, uh, yeah, you need to uh, camouflage as much as you can. Would you have access to your helmets, your equipment, like your artillery, machine guns, and all that shit, like heavy equipment, uh, as much as you can? And here's how you do it. And they gave him like four different colors that were authorized, the pattern that you shall paint this in. 90 per, 95 per actually no it's more higher than that i, I was just gonna say 95 conservatively uh, of german units never fucking painted their helmets or their gear they didn't have the access to the paint the time to do it or they didn't give a fuck yeah it's it's a very rare thing but it's a very iconic thing yes it's fucking cool but it's yes yeah it wasn't not as common as you'd think Right, and so it's and, like and mainly and, that, and mainly remade a lot with um, post, made famous by reenactors. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say post war, post oh, war Jesus, one yeah. reenacting. And well, a lot of their occupation right. helmets too. Yeah, painted a up. lot of those. Yes, they were. They were yeah. occupation helmets that were. Uh, Walt Disney was really good at that with both U.S. and uh, a British, uh, German helmets. <laughs> yeah. He made a sh- he made a, a fucking boy. killing for returning um, doughboys. He's like, hey, you want a souvenir? You know, and he. Him and his yeah, but anyway, that's a, that's the story for another time, which is fun. But um, in 1917, that that's cool. But yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's it's really fun. But so in 1917, that would not have happened. But however, I will say this: the paint jobs that they did have on their helmets were actually really good. They didn't look shitty. They didn't look fake. Somebody spent the time, uh, in the costume department or someone that they knew to get these painted camouflage these helmets painted correctly. Was the, the right base, colors and the right what, scheme. Was the base color like Paul's helmet? Was that correct or no? It's a, uh, no. It's like a dark greenish almost. Yeah, it's not it, that World War Two. No, it, no, it was that color, Indian but... like blue gray. It was um, yeah. it's dark here, but uh, I could, 
It's basically like a duck hunter green with gloss on it. I got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the original German helmets were painted that color. Uh, obviously, it varies like for shade, whatever. Um, so, but but the camouflage jobs they had in this film, even though it's not accurate, were actually really well done. So I will give them that. That's, and then what I say for most of this is it, it's not right. I don't like all of it, but it looks good. That is the one thing I, I, I do want to say. It's like, you know, may not be, you know, to the T of, you know, the right of everything of, of the knowledge of Mike B. And that's not a slam on Mike B. It's just what he knows. It's just, it doesn't look horrible. Like, this again it came right. it's like the same thing like we do with death watch it's like the trenches and the sets and the set design look really good the practical effects are really good there is some cg in there that stands out like the planes and stuff but i mean like you kind of have to with those force perspective shots but you know it, it, it nothing stands out like it's really good in that sense Right, exactly. Like. And so, yeah. I, yeah, because this is all like, this is my last note within the first 30 minutes of the film. And then it got a lot better. And we'll talk about that in a second. I just want to get through this as quickly as possible. So we can talk about this. I said, okay, so at 30 minutes, we worked out the kinks and made this better. An actual restored Stahlhelm, or am I seeing shit? Also, good shit with collecting dog tags and actually snapping them in half. Because that's were those the correct dog tags. Yes. I know some movies yes. don't do that right. Yep, they were, okay. they were they were the oval shaped, um, you know, perforated in the middle. And did they change in World War II? Or were they the same? They were a little bit shaped differently, and they had different information on them. Okay, maybe that's the same concept. Yeah, I know. I knew it was the same concept, but I knew there was a difference between the war. Yeah. And the world so II. in like World War One, they would have had, which we'll get into in a little bit on one of my notes, but like, um, which is actually a positive thing for the film is they would have, well we'll just get into that when we get there um and i said um and then oh nope still a repro so like the helmets it seems like the continuity like for the guys that weren't the main characters they went from like wearing originals to wearing repros and then back to originals or whatever the repros that they use weren't terrible they were like the least shitty you can possibly get but you can still tell their repro repros if you're a nerd but it gets the point across uh, and then, yeah, next note, dog take record, record scene was actually accurate when he's, like, going through. Because um, they had their name, their birth date, uh, sometimes their unit, but most of the time, like, the town they came from and all that shit. That was on the World War One dog tags. So that changed in World War Two with your name, your unit, or your regiment, and then your uh, roster number, which they also put later on in World War One. But, like, anyway, so that was pretty cool. And then... Um, they probably went between hero helmets and non-hero helmets, depending on their placement in the scene. But, but no, it, what I'm saying is like it changed, like on different characters. That like I could tell, it like changed because like that looks real. And then the next scene or the next couple scenes, it's like that's a repro. What the fuck? Like, right? And, and I get that. Like, who am I to fucking judge? But like, I just noticed that. So, Sean, if you want to know what that noise was, that's Brian highlighting. Oh, I, I knew it was Brian. Yeah, I could see Brian's hands moving. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you noticed okay. I was looking for Yeah, you were, ma- well. you were making faces, and I was like, it's, it's Brian highlighting. <laughs> so I was like, is Brian having dinner again? Yeah. Right, it's not as loud. Yeah. He's not sawing through a two-by-four. Yeah, that's yeah. sawing through drywall. And I, 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 I promise you, we're, I'm almost done. I promise you, like, there's not, like, they got four left. Um, the one thing that I did, did really bother me, though, is, like, when he's in, so when he's doing the scene that's in the fucking book, when he's in that shell hole with the French soldier, you know, um, 
what the fuck belt buckle is he wearing? It looks like some modern like shit you get from a flea market. Which one? The the French Bomber. or the German? Paul Bomb. No, well, the French didn't have belt buckles. They had like oh, well, they had like the, the little. That's how much I know. Clasps. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. No, yeah, so Baumer's character is wearing a fucking unidentifiable belt buckle. It's like shiny and it's got like this weird design. It's not a fucking German or Prussian or or Saxon or fucking whatever design. Weird thing. Anyway, um, hero belt buckle. And so yeah, and so continuity. I did notice this. So in in this scene with this scene. So he gets shot in the helmet, right? Initially, like that's the thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So he has the same helmet with the single hole through it. And then he puts it up in the hole and it gets shot in the water. Okay. In the crater, the big crater. Oh, okay. And then you see in the next couple scenes, he's walking out of the chill hole with the helmet on that he got. It's like, okay, did he swim in and get that? Which I doubt. Uh, but that's impressive, you know? But like, then you see it later on and it's just like, whatever. Okay. I get it. Like, and then, um, <laughs> this is my next note. You'll guys will love this. The shaved headed kid at the end, with the somber music. Are we fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. Uh, the disrespected uh, Magus. <laughs> For the mother goose. You know exactly <laughs> what the fuck that was an homage to, or like a, a, a foreshadowing to. You know, people did not shave their fucking heads unless they had lice back in the day. Well, maybe he like, did. Lice. What you, yeah, Mike, come on. Who knows? Judgment, okay. man. Fucking judgment. Okay. Well, How we'll just dare you that discriminate thing. against a, man, oh, a kid yeah. with lice. Yeah. Come on. He has a disability now. <laughs> He's <laughs> He might have a disability. Um, and then somebody's going to come up and slap. No, 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 say yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's say it. Let's say it. Um, Chris, I'm looking up at you. Oops. Um, and then, so yeah, a couple, couple more and we're, we're done. I swear to Christ, I'll let you guys fucking talk. So uh, Kepi's in trenches of November 18, get fucked. That's what I wrote. Mm. <laughs> um, no way. Why is that um, bad? I don't know. I, this is a uh, oh, no. You, again, you don't wear a fucking soft cap when you've got a helmet in the trench. Oh, oh, line. that's what a cap. Oh, they were also they were pretty dumb. For some reason, they, they I were thought, done. I, okay, I, I'm, remembering, I'm remembering. I'm yeah, remembering the probably, words. Yeah. I'm remembering the word you said. You said platies. I said kepi. No, I know, but putties. 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 Yeah, that's, that's what I'm remembering. I was like, why is that Two bad? Totally different. No, we were talking about this on. We were soldiers. Just like we were talking about some. We were soldiers like. The Kepi is like the French fucking like iconic everybody right. under right, right, and it's yeah. like it's it's just really not good. But, but to, it's a it's addressed then now. Yeah, it's well it's, by, it's, by nineteen fifteen, like late nineteen fifteen, it was a private purchase thing that you wore behind the lines or you wore nothing, you know, basically. Was, Le Pain. Yeah, you had your overseas you I'll call it the overseas cap. But right. yeah, it's not uh, well the overseas cap didn't come out till like early nineteen eighteen. So it was like for a while uh, there, they were just like they're wearing a kepi, but it was not like the kepi that they showed in this in this film. Those are private purchase kepis. They wore the shitty like whatever. One um, thing I wanted to, uh, I did want to comment. That I thought they did really well is that um, bayonet action and um, always having bayonets on the rifle. They didn't. They didn't though. That's the not problem. Always. Not no. always, but mm, in this more film, are you talking you about historically? No, in this film, they didn't have them on and. Anytime you're going to be doing an assault or you, you feel or you know an assault's coming, not feel, I hate using that fucking word. Um, anytime you knew an assault was coming or you suspected that or you were on the assault, bayonets were fixed. It well, wasn't an afterthought. Well, the one, well, the, well, I mean, well, I guess to, to, to comment on that though, it's like I, 
I recently got the um, oh, what's it called? The the boar blade or the bla- the the butcher blade? Butcher the SN eight hundred five. Yeah, I yep. just recently got that. Yeah, holy hey. fuck, it's big. Yeah, it's oh, a big heavy bass. Like and it's so so my G ninety eight's right there, but yeah, it's huge. Big, it's yeah. big it, and it's meaty, and that's the thing. It's like I picked it up, and <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, "Yes, Mike, a context it how you will." <laughs> is that he's holding a big knife? Yes, <laughs> look at all that. Is gear. that is that it's just got a lot of weight to it? Yep. And I want that because with this, I got a quill blade. <sighs> Which yeah, is yep. longer, yep. but I feel like this thing is going to snap if once I put it into Frenchie's chest cavity, it's going to Correct. snap. And, and a lot of the rose, the, the, the Germans at the beginning of the war, like it's yeah, that did happen because the S ninety eight would like you're holding right now would snap because it's it's too thin. Yeah, Sean. And the French used the Rosalie, it was commonly mm-hmm. called. What's the date on it? Sorry, uh, there I, is no. It was. It, it would break off constantly. They just never adopt. They just, it they should be never where? adopted like anything else. It's should on the. Where? It's on the tang. It's, it's on. on the, it's on the, the the tang. Yeah, if like the non non sharpened on the t- on the bottom. <laughs> right the yeah. sharpened. The non sharpened. So so sharpens on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, look on the top. Okay, so. Uh, okay, so on the top. You're muted, Brian. I can't Brian, hear you. We can't hear you. Oh, right. So so no, Nathan, if you attached it to the rifle and looked down. Okay. The top flat edge in front of the hill. Yep. Yes. What's there there should be some numbers. Number and, look... a, and a crest. Top flat. I mean, that's not bad. I even, I even look at it. <laughs> what are you even, talking about? Close. All right. Well, do you know what? Right. <laughs> It's right Top here. flat end to what? The, on the here? Right here. Right here. Yes, right there. Right there. It there. should be there. Well, yes. Yep. This, all right. This is all so yours is scrubbed and it's shit. Throw it away. Just get rid of it. Move along. Five dollars. Turn on. Yeah. It says made in China. What the fuck? It's got like an eagle with like a DF yeah. on it. So it's, wow. Yeah. yeah. And like what? Well, a, there should be a two German digit, There should be two, two numbers. DTF? There should be two numbers on there. The numbers, Mason. No. There's a numbers, Mason. The numbers, the numbers Mason. Laos, Mason. Numbers mean, Mason. You were headed towards Laos. Mason. <laughs> you need to remember, Mason. Mason. Watch, they weren't dated before like 1960. Mason, Mason. You God, you're like an old person reading a menu. Just, <laughs> just put it away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't see it. I want that. Is it like four, ten, shelf astrology? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. They, 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 yeah. yeah they, Sorry, they didn't I was like getting lost they broke. in my collection. So yeah. But yeah, the, the ninety-eight oh five is what they ended up issuing to all their infantry guys, or most of them. Uh, they'd issue the ninety-eight to like reserve troops and Landsturm guys, um, or if they had a ninety-eight, but um, rifle. But yeah, it's. I, they're, I they're, really they're, I really liked the the bayonet play in this movie though. Wow, context that is what you will too. It was yeah. no, but like in all honesty, it was it was not bad, but it was like well, how do you how do you do it with real bayonets? How do you make it look and how right, do you train exactly, every yeah. fuck, fucking person? To I do did it? see I did see one flexible bayonet kind of jiggling around one time. Well, but they but, were like yeah. was it a French one? No, 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 no. It was like it was it was Paul getting up in the bay that was like flexing really hard because it was a. Oh yeah, well that's good. Him. That's better than look. It's better than shish kebabing. You know, fucking yeah. another actor and then yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Whoops! I slept. Whoops! A daisy. <laughs> but only good in Manhattan. All right, got two notes left, and then we can fucking. I'll just shut the fuck up. I promise. So hold up there to are it. No, <laughs> so in the in the oh I 
<laughs> no, no, go, 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 go. No. So the, 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 this is actually very important because like the last scene Hurry with the up. whole trench thing. <laughs> so there are no sentries in the French trench. The commanding <laughs> officer has to fucking hear the thumping of the feet to know that there's an attack coming on. Bullshit. But because he, I thought that's he was the gonna same gonna guy smell. that Paul stabbed in the shell hole, like, or it, it's supposed it's the exact same actor, which is direct out of the original movie. Oh, really? Which I kind of like. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. If you look, it's like it's the same guy. Oh, it's, yeah. It's the same actor. The guy died. But like in the original, he stabs him in a death. And then he is the French sniper that shoots him. He's dead, but right. it just, he looks exactly like him. It's like him coming for revenge almost. And that's it's the same thing. In this movie, although just a random Frenchman stabs him in the back and he just kind of looks at him as he gets stabbed in the back. The, um, um, whoops. Uh, yeah, whoops. Oh, I missed that opportunity again. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice the relation until you explained yeah, it. Yeah, that's it, okay. yeah. If you, you if you watch mustache, the original, mustache. yeah, if you watch the original, you'll get it. Wow, like, guy with a mustache the looks all the same. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, but he <laughs> is it's the commanding officer yeah. is the guy he stabs. <sighs> Um, I did think that he was going to say, I thought the way he was going to be able to like tell the Germans were coming was that he was going to smell the air and I was going to laugh hysterically because that was the way he kind of like was like looking up dramatically like, and I was waiting for him to go. They're, they're downwind. They're coming. They're, they're close. I can smell them. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean like, um, Brian, you've been quiet. Um, why don't you've been you, very quiet, Brian? Why don't you, uh. You chime up with something you fucking hated. <laughs> I hate it? No, I was just a little disappointed yeah. and it didn't hold my attention. I was like, this is just like some key scenes from the book put together with other things that really don't work well. Mm-hmm. And it's not stitched together at all. And uh, it's just a, a wasted opportunity. You know, it, it's like, so when they remake this movie again in 40 years, you know, maybe it'll make it better. I, like, I just want like the 1930s 90... one with 2020 technology. That's yeah, all I want. Like, why, why is that so hard? <laughs> and maybe some more motives or whatever. But like, it's been basically what this film says to me is it's 92 years in the progress of film and filmmaking and abilities. You know, Hitchcock, everybody, Kubrick. And we've made a worse product than we have 92 years ago. And it's like, why even try to remake something? You know, make a movie of the armistice. It's really fucking cool. I'd love to see that. You know, yeah. don't fucking keep troping up this old shit. That's what so, I, I, I thought. The yeah. armistice stuff by itself is interesting. Yeah, it I just, don't hate yeah. those scenes. I hate that they're in this yeah, movie. That they're in the fucking <laughs> movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so jarring. But if um, you were, it's like people that watch Fury, sorry, no, and like hate it, and like this fucking movie sucks shit, and then they somehow they watch the deleted scenes and they're like, what happened? Like fucking, what cheese grater did this go through to get so fucked up? And like that's how I feel about this, and it's like it's, it could have been really good, but no, you were like, oh, let's just try to make it what it's not, and jam it in the suitcase, if, and fucking okay. If you okay, but so so this is an impossible question to answer. I feel like because it, well, you'll see, is that if you were to scrub, not change anything about this movie, but scrub the name off of it, would your opinion differ? Yeah, I would Mine call it would Westfront nineteen eighteen, yeah. and yeah, I would. Uh... Well, I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> no, sure, that's a really good fucking Ger- movie. German. Better than I mean, as well. German I would still. Yeah, I would still have issues with it, but like, because then I'm. Oh yeah. Then I might sure. just say, "Oh, this is kind of like all quiet on the Western Front meets Paths of Glory," but like, I don't know. But um, uh, I think it would still. There's some stuff in it that's really well done, but uh, yeah, I, I I would like it more if I if it wasn't connected. Because to that's because that's kind of what I'm trying to paint my like, picture of my take is that 
I don't have this comparison. So I don't have the right. stigma to be like, it's not this. Right. So I wonder if you I know, wonder if my rating is going to be higher for that because I don't have that stuff to compare it to. Like I hate to use this as a comparison, but it's the only major comparison I can compare it to. Is that only you can answer that question? Yes, your rating is your rating, Nate. <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, I get that. I'm just saying, like, uh, I hate to use this as a, as a comparison, but like, I love Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter books. I love reading those. I I just loved it. The movies came out, the first interpretation of it, I loved. The first and second, I loved. It felt like it was as part of what I was imagining. And then the rest of them on, I always had this chip on my back because it wasn't like the book. It wasn't what I was picturing. It wasn't the the things I was thinking. And I always hold those movies lower than the first, and and or the first two. And so I wonder... Is that, you know, if we were, and I guess you guys have already answered, is that if we were to rip this, the title off of this movie, then, you know, would you still have like a stigma of being like, oh, it could have been so much better, blah, 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 blah. I, I would well, probably still say, like, what if they just made, they took all this money and made a West, All Quiet on the Western Front remake? Well, <laughs> just one quick thing, because now, now I get thinking and my creativity starts going, and it's like, what if they called it All Quiet in the Eastern Front, and they fucking go to the East, and the war ends, and they think the war is over, and then they fucking go to the West, and the armistice happens? That would make it make a lot more sense. It would be in the same vein, which is interesting. Yeah. And you could talk about a whole new front of the war that's mentioned in the original novel i, I just so make like, a just make I, a movie about the armistice process like from the yeah. the social democrats and the general's perspective like you know that book i keep telling you to read brian the kins depart is fucking phenomenal like it's somewhere uh, you know you know, shit or get off the pot with that because i'm coming back for that book um, <laughs> it's it's wow. a phenomenal story and it's like it's, it's like i don't hate those scenes the kings are I, coming back yeah i don't like how they're in the movie like they just don't belong here like yeah so what you're saying is that there needs to be a Japanese uh, headquarters room, and they need to start planning how they're going to. <laughs> Wait a minute! What's that in the yeah. distance? It's a, it's a circle yeah. of of Asian men wearing black uniforms. Well, uh, yeah. if we put the, the wood port on the torpedo, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like if you know, in in Das Boat, we cut to uh, you know the 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 Kriegsmarine, you know, like <laughs> Admiral Dornitz plan. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, well, taking, you're taking you're taking out, out of their, their story. Like, yeah, listen, like, okay. it's just like what the fuck is this um which is funny because that's what the tv show uh of das boat uh, started to do i haven't watched it it's i don't want to ruin that fucking anyway. well the funny thing is is that the u-boat stuff just like the movie is like interesting and they do new stuff with it but then it keeps cutting to like espionage shit and mm. uh, i'm just like no i agree no one has ever I done cool resistance well. good like yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, there is one movie we'll watch eventually. Okay. And, uh, fucking, I, obviously, I can't think of it offhand, but, um, it is, it sucks, yeah. It the, the TV show, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the TV show sucks. Mm. Oh, what the fuck's the name of that movie? Um, the uh, Army of Shadows. Irish, yeah. So good. Okay. You, have you seen it, Sean? Uh, no, but you've talked about it like 8,000 times, oh. so I feel like I have it's, seen it. It's so good. I was about to say <laughs> the, t- the title of the movie. We'll, we'll have to do an episode because I haven't yeah. seen it. Or The Man Escaped. That's the. Or a man escape. That's the only other good resistance style from High Castle. Based in Gestapo <laughs> prison. No. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. I, I escaped from High Castle when I didn't watch any of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, if we're gonna talk no, about Mike uh, B, I'm not holding you to silence. You can break this oath of silence. Oh no, I talked. I talked for okay. fucking the majority. Okay. If, so I'm just uh, when it comes okay. to technical <laughs> stuff, the one thing that I noticed in this was there's a little too much of this sort of you know like the low ready carry and shit i didn't Um, see it as 
mainly in the trench. It's in the trench, yeah. I would also have my rifle up like that, though, so it's correct. Excusable, but the it's part, not as egregious as in most. The movies. part where they're moving through the field and they see the guy up in the tree. There's a guy. He has his rifle like it, the, yeah, one stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just like, mm, I, mm. yeah. It's it's, it's 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 C clamp with a bull deck, right? <laughs> yeah. Chris Cost on a G98. Woo! Who's that old NRA guy that's like the fastest shot in the world? Jerry Mitchell. Yeah. Like Jerry Mitchell with a G98. Uh, the Texas Ranger. Texas Ranger. This doesn't exist on IMFDB yet. Uh, it, no, really? no, no, it does, but there's no, it's not there's a full no list and there's no screenshots. So uh, I was going to ask about the the Hotchkiss, Mike. I don't know if you noticed it. The yeah, I did. Scene yep. where the French have the Hotchkiss, it looks like they have like a cloth belt coming out of it. Like no, something, they had a tray. some. I, I I swear to God, like I it might have just been some equipment like or a, some shit, but it might have. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it looked like something. It looked like it had a belt flowing through it. I was like, "Ooh, that is raw." Like, yeah. I, maybe it was the fucking gas uh, propane because that ha- was coming off. Hotchkiss, Hotchkiss is the the clip. It's the tray. It's, 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 it's twenty four yeah. round tray. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yep. looked like it had some some sort of cloth belt what? coming off the side of it. Like, yeah, it looked a little wacky. Isn't that? Isn't it was that only there for a second. Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Aren't the French using a Maxim at some point too? I think. Yeah, yeah. What? it's like this. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. yeah. Oh, a Maxim, it, not a not a Maxim. It, it, it's it's Madsen. not likely no, know, that they would use that there, not a but boner. I guess because I mean, like, because they have to get ammo for it, and like, it's are they going to put it on their front lines and like, yeah, whatever. Well, I think they're in the a German trench at that point. No, the they're they, no, they were at their uh, they were at their trench. At the end, were they? Yeah, no, because cause... because they go they go from the they go from the the O eight or the MG eight to the Hotchkiss. And I'm like, oh, the Hotchkiss, fucking A. Yeah, but at, at the end trench that they're in, the French are using the Maxim, and he dies in, that's where Paul dies, and he's looking at the the girl, like the, the half of the poster that he ripped off, and it's on the trench wall. So I think it's a German trench they're in. No, that was that strange. was, that was the French that. trench they, yeah. they, they captured, remember that? Yeah. But that maybe was, it was their original trench? Anyway, we're trying to explain why they have a Maxim. They have it. I yeah. <laughs> They had that trench. He put that poster there. They went and tried to assault. They got pushed back by the flamethrowers. The guy who put the poster there died, and then they had to retreat past their trench because then okay. they took that All out. Right. So the okay. French occupied their old trench, and then at the end, that's what they were trying to retake was that old um, trench. I wanted to ask about that. Were those flamethrowers uh, accurate to how they would have been? No. Uh, yeah, because I, 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 I thought they were like two-man operation type thing. Like, the German ones were. The French were, my, correct me if I'm wrong, the French were one-man packs, but they didn't use them for that long. They, like 1918, and they didn't use them like, anymore. This is basically like they saw the Lost Battalion, right? The, whoever Whoever made this movie saw the Lost <laughs> yeah. Battalion. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's they were like, oh, we're just going to adapt that terror, you know, of a tactic to this film. Cause the French did not use flamethrowers like that. That's the extent Isn't of my knowledge. more of a German doctrine thing than the French? Uh, yeah, well, but also, also you get in the trench, yeah. you don't stand in Correct. front of it. Like, Correct. I, I think it's like, <laughs> when also they weren't actually like, those were just like propane fucking, like a flamethrower, yes, it's yeah. called a flame. <laughs> the real flamethrowers are much more scary. Yeah, it's called a flame <laughs> thrower for a reason, not, not a flame, yeah. uh, you know, exhibition. You know, it's like, <laughs> dude, it's like flamethrowers. They shoot fucking napalm. Yeah, like it goes, it goes away, right? And it's a stream of gas that liquid gas that hits you. It's not just like 
Oh, I'm gonna hit you I, with the fucking. I don't know. I don't know what the comparison is for World War One. I. I mean, I would only assume that the technology didn't change that much from World War One to World War Two in terms of flamethrowers. Other than it got longer uh, distance. Did. Other it than got longer distance, they, they, they changed. Well, yeah. then wouldn't then 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 wouldn't then your concept? I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel like they did not show the performance of a World War One flamethrower. To me, I thought they actually were pretty good. Well, because if, if you compare it to sucked. World War Two, yes. It does not fucking compete, but in terms of World War One, like I feel like that worked tactically. Uh, no, you see, but, there, but there's the, training footage of Germans using World War One flamethrowers, and they're pretty fucking terrifying. Are they, like, they go pretty are they, fucking are they far, as far yeah. as World War Two ones? I I would I mean kind of like I mean yeah they just I, I, here's can't the thing on the fucking length of a like, World War Two flamethrower. They were they were less reliable and <laughs> okay. All right, okay, shot. Okay, yes, okay, yeah, you got me on that. I meant more like. <laughs> What I'm saying is, <laughs> you're not going to use a flamethrower unless you're actually. It's like okay, it's like the fucking the the trench gun thing that everybody jacks off about. Like, oh, the trench gun. It's like, a convention. Yeah, you're not you're not going across no man's land. You're not assaulting a position using a trench gun. You are using that trench gun after the position has been overrun, and you're going in close quarters. So in the flamethrower, and like you know how they're all chucking grenades into the the dugouts and all that shit. Well, that's what a flamethrower does. You just go. It doesn't burn them. It just sucks all the oxygen out. So they're going to have to come out if you don't burn them, you know? And that's how that was used. It was like to just get guys out of fucking positions, just like it was in, in World War II. And it's like, if you're walking across no man's land, somebody is going to fucking hit you. Right. And if you're just walking across, you know, they did show that. Too. They did show that after the, the terror, they showed a guy the, the terror up, attack, dude. like one guy blowing up. But yes, I agree. Yeah, but how do you blow up? Which would like, happen? <laughs> if you, if you, if you uh, had that fireball thing. Yeah. He went. He went kaboom, Mike. That's normally how you blow up. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you had a copper jacketed if you got a copper jacketed bullet, how the fuck is the spark going to happen? Yeah. No, I I, I I saw that trope. I was like, yeah, I knew they were going to do that. They yeah. always do that. When well, that's what everyone does when you see a flamethrower. Like, that's a bomb on your back. I know. I, that drives me nuts. But no, they're just so not going to want to. They're not going to. They're, they're going to want to waste like the, all the fuel and shit as they're walking across it. They're going to be like, get the fuck over to that trench, mm-hmm. and like fucking get in there, and they'll tell you where to go. Yeah, yeah. The, the tactic is to be in the trench, so when you come around the corner, well, you just have the flame going, and there's know, nowhere. Yeah, you're fucked thing, at that point. Like, another thing too is that usually I'm not sure when it comes to World War One exactly, but like when the moment you use it, like. That's gonna. That's the. That's the one time you use it. Like it sprays all that out really fast. It's you know about five, five to five to seven seconds. Right. Yeah. It's not like you continue to keep you know going or anything like that. It's like once you use it, that's pretty much the only time. Well, you're it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't just throw like like they were showing. Like every fucking movie does this. We're like it's just like this fire that comes out. It's like no, you're literally spewing a yeah. shitload of it's fluid. Like, it's like a beam. Yeah. And the outside is on fire, and then it hits its target, and then. All that, all the fumes and shit start to explode, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, ignite, and that's how it is. And like, yeah, um, an M two lasts about five to six seconds. Continue, mm-hmm. like if you were to just go hold the fucking trigger down, it's five to six seconds, and, and that's, that's it. Done, yeah, that's it, and that's the same yeah. in World War One. Yeah. I mean, that, that bottle is not that big. No, nope. <laughs> yeah. So the amount of compressed nitrogen or, or CO two in some cases, like 
it's it, yeah, it's five to six seconds tops. Um, so Sean, 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 Sean just sent something in on uh, uh, to oh, us uh, with a flamethrower example. Uh, yes, yeah, fuck. that's that's literally World War One German training footage yeah. of, fl- of them using flamethrowers. Yeah, like, no, they're I, in the trench. I, I, it's, I was it's... I was gonna say uh, no. I mean, like I'm not arguing with that. Fuck that. Um, yeah, <laughs> entirely yeah. like like Flamin like it, it's just like yeah, it's not it's not hundreds of feet but it's right. it's you know I, I'm just I guess my it's like three or four yards it's like three or four yards my, my yeah. comparison to that is more like okay it's not going to be the same pressure and the same distance of like an M2 flamethrower from the United States Army they were pretty similar too. yeah but it's going to be maybe half that in terms of distance of what that is. No, it's they're they're basically the same. Bears. That's not my point, but I'm just saying they just the, the the system itself was a lot less reliable than the M2. Okay, but it's it's the same, almost almost the same performance, a little bit less, but not like as much as you'd think. Right. So, okay. yeah. Sorry, Brian. Right, I man, interrupted just, you. Uh, that, were you funny? You yeah. did funny tidbit. Um, just from reenacting and stuff. So you know how like they have uh like the qualification badges for like M1 Grand or BAR and stuff. <laughs> some one of our friends he found one for flamethrower <laughs> and fucking you could qualify with a flamethrower like at the range until like i think the mid or late 50s and like you could be an expert flamethrower man or something and, like you know so you always wore it around hey you know i mean <laughs> <But> fucking, <laughs> well, let's think about that like you know okay okay guys we're qualifying you know the m2 flamethrower <laughs> like, it's just a funny little you know uh, qualification badge but Dude, they actually they actually did use G98s though. Like to be honest, like they did use G98s. Yeah, I, I it so. was pretty. I didn't see anything egregious. Like the guy had a ruby at the end. Like yep. the French all seemed to have berthiers. Like it, which it was, was I was looking for labels, but I couldn't find uh, them. Yeah. yeah, you would have most likely seen the 1886 but that's forgivable. But yeah, I have no idea what that is. Po8, fuck. Yeah. What is this no thing? Yeah. Was that in Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the C96. Um, so yeah, the French apparently yeah. it's an unknown pistol. The French soldier is seen with an unknown pistol. It's a trailer. it's a fucking Ooh. ruby. Yeah. It's a fucking ruby. That's not on here. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, they had I, yeah. a bunch of G98s and they had uh, K98AZs. I actually uh, missed the AZs. I, I, well, I, yeah, I missed them too, but I also the stacking civil. Apparently, there was a just a regular K98K too. Yeah, go down. Really? Okay. Yeah, the 0715 Berthier, yep. In the trailer, huh? Oh, it's just in the trailer. Love the Berthiers. I wish I could find LaBelle ammo again. I've got plenty of it. It's awesome. Uh. <laughs> well, wait. Hold on. Two types of people in this chat. LaBelle's not 7.5, is it? It's its own thing, right? No. No, it it's, take, no it's an 8x51 or 8x50, yeah, okay. whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't think you even shot mine yet, to be honest. No, I have. That would require you to go to the range, Brian. Yeah. Yep, the 08. The MLE 14, yep. Oh, I love the 14. The 14, that's a beast. Most of the AEF use that was as that, heavy. Was that, were those the guns, did they have hot kisses in the, in the tanks? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it was, it was a different model, but yeah, it was. Okay, because the yeah, barrels the, essentially the same, that. So it was, was essentially curious. that. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. M sixteen or the M. The, the markings on the grenades looked like shit. By the way, it was not good. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. But like the grenades themselves were not bad. They were repros, but like whatever. I can't fault them for that. Um. 
Yeah, I have no idea about the fucking 12 gauge. You barely saw it, and then they have three things here. Spat 13, Shimon. What's that Shimon? What, 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 what's a Shimon? Uh, that's that's the, the, that's the tank. The, the tank. Uh, yeah, it's the, okay. It's that it's big it ass long thing. So, so I know, I know, <laughs> I only asked this because I want to ask how prevalent they might have been, Sean, because you know, us, uh, uh, obviously, and so does Mike B. The, 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 well, I say this only because you might know, and I'm going to mention the mummy here. The mummy, he has French revolvers. What revolvers are those? Those are the 1892. Okay. The Bell. Were those were they oh, pretty much right. were they pretty much out phasing those with the rubies? Nope. 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 No. <laughs> no. Nope. Tried nineteen fifty, they outfaced them. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. well, too, they yeah. were allowed for a long they were kicking around for a while. Those wow. fuckers had yeah. a handgun problem for quite some time. Yeah. Well, you know, you so here, here I'm gonna blow your mind, Nate. The rubies were actually made in Spain under yeah. contract yeah, to yeah, France. Most of them were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shipped right. They're made in like a Bosque like warehouse, <laughs> like a workshop somewhere. That was yes. Just... Okay, I've been I've been passing them up, thinking they're not true French guns, so I should stop doing. That. That's fine. No, yeah, no, yeah. They, they'll they'll Fuck. be in Spanish if, if, or if like says, in English. Or... Here, I could have got one. I could have yeah. got one for eighty or bucks last Ruby. night. They're, they're literally they're just they're a 1903 hammerless really, yeah. rip that the Spanish made and the, the French bottom. Yeah, they, and like Sean said, they were they were made in like mom and pop shops, like in Spain. Yeah, I have like everywhere. one called like yeah. Z- mine's from Zayulica and Co. Like where the fuck is that? Like I, <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of Zayulica? Yeah, Zayulica. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> Sean, did you know this? Like they ordered so they many of them, buckets. and like they had a huge problem with like magazine. Um, oh, I have a problem with the magazine. Yeah. mine it has a Zayulica mag, and it doesn't fucking work in the Zayulica gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucking infuriated. <laughs> yeah, it's the 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 mags. Like you have to get the ones that were made in that month at the exact yeah, time. I, clearly, I got to fucking try again because mine does not work. <laughs> if nobody ever reloaded the gun in a hundred years, you're good to go. Yeah. If somebody ever did, you're fucked. Like you know. No, it's it's, yeah. it's beyond that. It's it's because all these things. Like when they contracted Spain, was like Ibar was like, oh my god, excellent. Let's do this. All right, good stuff. We got money. Um, you manufacture like three firearms per year. You're not going to manufacture three thousand pistols. For yeah, us. The, they were like they they accepted the contract. The French were like, good. We'll take a hundred thousand of them. Like, yep. <laughs> and they got them, and they were like, we love them. We want more. Yeah, <laughs> more. But wait, how, how do you how do you sell them? It's our. Are you It's R-U-B-Y. Ruby. Ruby. Yep. Are you B Y? That was the, that was yeah. what the French called them. That's like the the nomenclature. Yeah. Uh, Spain. They where that name come from? I don't know. Actually, there, yeah. Huh. Ibar. What Ibar is like I- Ibar. The, Ibar means something. Yeah, but it, it, it was a big manufacturer of them, and it was a huge arms company that got a shitload of the would, would long the contract. L- Longines be a Spanish manufacturer? Long, long. Probably, like I don't, I, I don't actually know all the manufacturers. The, there's a ton. Nathan. Okay, there's, there's, there's so many, yeah. and like okay. some, I, I, some like, made, I see one every time I go online. Right, yeah. okay, okay. some made four hundred, some made four hundred thousand. Eventually, gotcha. You know, it's like okay. you don't know. Like it, it's so out there. Like I have one. I, I have to go back and look at the markings and everything. But like it works great. It shoots great. It's fucking accurate, and it is actually really comfy to shoot. It's a big blocky son of a bitch for a thirty-two. But hey, the French loved them. Right. So it's really worked. funny. I, I've been doing a lot of research on um, uh, dry said 1907s and yeah. how many times they were pocketed and brought back here in the States and how prevalent they are here now yeah. because of that. 
Like that's really interesting to me considering they're literally. I've shot mine and it's, it's a weird one, but yeah, yeah. it's fun. They're really accurate. Yeah. Yeah, Yep. Very, very accurate. It just handles really weird and it's a weird, yeah, very weird action. And the grip is way too short for my fat hands, but. Brian's soldiering on tonight. So we're going to, let's full, full of, full of energy here. Are you okay there, Brian? No, no, uh, no he's fine. Oh, no, he's fine. tired. He's just working. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I know what working. I know there what worked. Uh, worked hard. Brian looks like. And this is what <laughs> Brian looks like. Well, <laughs> That's one worked hard, Brian. <laughs> I'd say Sean's the most qualified here. Do you know, you know how to work years. out your Brian, Sean? <laughs> no, not that. Fucking... Yeah, I, I do have to, to, go to reenactments. be up and. And I was horrible. Yeah, I know, so like, I know. You have an early morning, so that's why I want to, I want to push this forward. Yeah. I was horrible at like fucking uh, taking care of myself. So trying to always be like, Brian, your lips are blue. You're dehydrated. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if Sean could read me, you know, anyway. But no, um, I just really did keep reading. I said, just, they, they put so much shit into a fucking movie that it makes it hard to understand, not well laced together, and annoying and a disappointment. Um, I would have wished this movie was either its own thing with no affiliation to the name or in the book or a complete, like Sean said, 2022 variation or version of this. Um, yeah. You know, it's just uh, a wasted opportunity. Um, but that being said, it, it's good for what it, some scenes and what it tries to do and stuff, you know, I mean, like I said, I did enjoy some things and, um, but I still think that the 1930 version does it the best which is just insane to say it's like, you know, I'm going to drive a model T because it's just better than a Tesla. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, but uh, it's yeah, say, saying that a, a Tesla never surpassed the model T essentially is what, <laughs> what's it's like. Well, it's like what delivers it better. You know, I, mean, I, I do, um, I do understand what she means. Like, It'll be very interesting for me to go back and see the 1930s version to compare it to kind of what she said, because I don't have that bias of seeing this and then before the rest or after the rest. So it'd be very interesting to go through and see that and then to kind of understand what you mean, because I, I do very much resonate with what you mean about, you know, does this how how does this how does a movie that's tackling a movie that's been done before mega powerhouses compared to what it was to what it is now because of all of the powerhouses going through and influencing all of movie and film and pop culture. Like how does that kind of do it? And I think it has in a way in terms of cinematography. However, I don't think in storytelling. And that's what Brian is saying. And yeah. and I, I totally, cause you, you'll know what he's I, saying. I'm, too. I'm just trying to emphasize. Oh, that no, no, I want to make it, sure I'm understanding Brian. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Because yeah, it's what he said when he goes either, either make a fucking separate film that doesn't have the title or make all choir on the Western front better than the previous two versions. And it just, yeah. So that it's, it's like, crystal I, clear. Yeah. You know, but just like remakes in general, mm-hmm. like if you're going to remake something, you should try to make for the it third fucking time, now, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, like that always doesn't happen. Right. You know, it usually doesn't happen. Um, but like, that's what you should try to do. Mm-hmm. So this, they're like, let's remake it, but make it totally different. So just make another movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, why are you going to go through the hassle? 
Like, let's make a move. Let's make Forrest Gump, but it's set, you know, in the future. <laughs> why? That's <laughs> an know? interesting like, why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Analogy. Like, it's like, yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's just like, oh, here, he's running through Saturn. You know, like fucking. It's why are you trying yeah. to adapt these yep. things? Just make a different movie. It's like be original. You know, I I hate it when Hollywood does this because it's like, just fucking be original. I get it. You have writer strikes and this and the other thing, but like just. Make a cool movie. You, I would again. We, if you're going to take one thing away from this, read the book, see the original, and somebody make an Armistice movie because we'd all pay for it to watch. Yeah. It. You know, like that would be awesome. So, yeah, you could really, really, really nail down a really good movie with just that theme together alone, and do it completely different from what anyone else has really seen. Yeah, like oh, with you know the Armistice movie that's out there already. Oh, wait a minute, you mean the scenes from the remake to All Quiet the Western Front? Like, right, nothing, right. you know, it would be great. So, what's your rating, Brian? What would you rate this? I thought a lot about it, and like, I don't know. In the end, I'd have to give it a seven out of ten because, like, it's not good for what it's trying to attempt to do to be a remake of the original, but it does have good parts and it does look good, but it's just like. It's not, it's scenes not stitched together. You know, it's like somebody took a bunch of shit and they're like, they, they just, you know, squished it together and said, here's my remake. And again, good parts, bad parts, whatever, like, but it just doesn't work. Like, I love, basically the tank scene for me is like two points of that seven. Because that was fucking awesome, you know. Um, it's a remake of a tank scene from Westfront 1918 that also has a lot of scenes that were very, it's funny, that movie came out a year before. Uh, all quiet and it has a lot of similar scenes obviously with different productions and things world war one but it's just funny how it's like very similar it's like uh is this uh show all Qu or what is it um fly the concords and uh towards the end of it they have this like song that gets popular and stuff and uh, one of the main characters is like well this is a version they ripped us off but this one came out 13 years before ours did so you know they're the <laughs> this real is a cover that ripped but, us off but yeah. our cover came out five years after theirs <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you know it's just funny how these things but anyway um just not well done and i wish it was a better movie and i am disappointed from it so harsh and i'll pass <laughs> the talking pill to you michael me um yeah. yeah, I would love What's to. Your hot takes. <laughs> I would love to know the um, story behind this and uh, exactly what the writer, director, whatever was wanting to do, and uh, you know why it kind of became this very watered down version of the source material. Um, I, uh, yes, it is a missed opportunity, and really, it, it should just be its own thing if it's not going if it's going to deviate so much from the source material um so yeah i think uh but I, I think in my rating i'm going to go six out of ten because yeah it does have some good things in it it's just uh i don't know it was very underwhelming so uh i i just what what the fuck that's just what i would want to know when it when it comes to this what like how this got made exactly what the director was the writer and director, if they were the same person, I don't know what they were going for exactly. If, because obviously there's two other adaptations of it. The book is there. Clearly they read the book because there are a lot of lines from the book in the movie. Um, so uh, that are not in the other two movies. So uh, just, uh, just, just what the fuck. Um, yeah. So six out of 10. And uh, I will go to uh, Nathaniel. 
Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> the man's a um, Rex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> throbbing. Oh, I can't even do that. Fuck it up. Um, so, the yeah, heart I, is a fucking I, rock. Heart is a fucking rock right now. Yeah. Um, harder than Chinese algebra. Um, so <laughs> I'm looking up currently the, the director of this of this one and i'm trying to Didn't see he what do he deutschland do. 83 this guy yeah i'm trying to see did here. he somebody involved in that i think it was the director that did this movie it's a series correct yes yes, yes he did, D83, D86, yes, he did. Yeah. 2013 wow. or 2015 yeah um yeah yeah okay bananas in the fucking market doesn't make it better oh but more power he to did him. the terror uh, oh the terror i just finished that yeah oh it's great okay. He did three. The terror is yeah. The terror is good, three, and it's actually he did three episodes. Pretty good for the source material. He like. did three episodes of the terror. Apparently, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, the, the terror's whole thing. good. But yeah, um. So yeah. Pass me my leaded cup. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like you know, I, 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 I. It's funny. It's like I, I'm trying to think of how I feel about this movie because even now, I me being completely not at all like i said with all a thousand times already i haven't seen anything of things before this was very interesting to me because i felt like things were off but i didn't know why or i felt things were lazy and i didn't know why and i think i know why it's that you know they're coming up with either bridges of something they had to change or or things that they wanted to change for their own story um however being probably you know having a fresh outlook on this I look at this, I wasn't bored. I didn't look at my phone. Uh, I had to pause the movie once for, for you know, kid requested ramen. So I got ramen for kid. So, you know, it's like, you know, in the middle of a battle, it's like ramen. It's like, okay, fine. All right, pause it for that. But, you know, the thing is, is that I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't distracted. It held my attention. Um, but I really think that has to do with the cinematography and the editing than the actual story itself because i think this movie does do phenomenally well with its cinematography um its editing is a b in my eyes just because i don't know what the fuck they're doing sometimes and the story is meh to me but you know other than the highlight reels and the, and the thing in sense i i thoroughly enjoyed this movie for what it is but i will say this is that it has definitely made me want to go into the older ones to read the book to do all that stuff because i feel like that we a common thing that we always say with all these is that this is a gateway to get into a subject this is going to be my gateway to get into the older movies the book and compare and then get come up with my own conclusion with what i think about with that because i feel like that is the good thing about this movie what this movie will do is i will bring in a younger generation to really understand the older information and possibly the even better information and 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 or maybe bridge them into actually learning more war one war one history in general and again i think that's something that we i always like to really kind of touch on because whatever can get more people past our generation into the subject the better it's going to be for staying alive and being relevant because i mean you know the, the buck stops here if it doesn't go any further so i mean like i think i think that's the most important thing about this movie i can we can say all of our scores all we want 
watch the damn thing come up with it yourself but this is just our takes on that and we all have different scores for what we find more important with our reviews and so i feel like that's that's the most important thing here but i mean i think for me I would have to go a seven out of 10 screen Mel Gibson's because I, I think it's, you know, the, the, all the points that Brian and Michael have both point out, I agree with. And I've also come up with my own conclusions, like with the editing, the weird story dynamics, those were pulled down for me, but the cinematography is fucking gorgeous. And, and, and the, and the, and the, 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 the practical effects and the CG effects do really well. And those are the things I always focus on. So I, I, I really liked, I really liked it for that reason. So. Uh, I pass it off to what's the score? Uh, oh, seven out yeah. of ten. Yeah. Seven. Um, I uh, to Shango. Nope. I haven't gone no. to Shango. Um, like like I said earlier, I was really excited for this movie, um, because I love this story, and I always even before I knew there was a remake, I was like, this is a story that needs to be told again in. But to, made more accessible to to a modern audience because there's a lot of people who just won't watch black and white movies because they suck. Um, Agreed. Yep. Yeah, and it's it's such a shame because it's such a a good story, like just the brutality of war and the, the futility of it all. Um, but after all that, the original from 1930 still reigns supreme. Uh, I mean. This is, as I said before, this is a good World War One movie about like the last few days of World War One. It's a bad all quiet on the Western Front movie. I like, I I like the some of the scenes in this movie. Like I, the, we didn't the, like the first bombardment they go through, where just like friends with the glasses runs out of the bunker. I really like that scene. Uh, there's scenes in the tank attack. There's scenes I like, but it just when it comes all together, I'm, I've just kind of left a little like, eh, okay, like it's, it's good. I, I like it, but it's not what I wanted it to be. And it's not an all quiet on the Western front movie. It's just some world war one German movie. Um, so I, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10 as well. It's, it's good. I think you should sit down and watch it. Um, to then be like, well, now I want to go watch the 1930s one. Cause that's a good movie. Um, yeah, I, I, that's, Seven out of ten. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys hit a lot of points. I won't rehash them. I'll just touch on them. Um, yeah, I thought a lot of the uh, the CG was actually really good in this one. And I usually fucking hate CG. Cannot stand it. Um, a lot of the scenes were pretty brutal and like kind of, I mean, convey the brutality that happened in a way that I guess modern audiences would be like, Oh, it's really fucked up. I guess my biggest, biggest gripe about this is, I mean, I did, I did like most of it as far as if I were to see it for the first time and be like in Nate's shoes, where I, I haven't read the book or seen all the other renditions of this. My biggest gripe is that they were, they, they were so far off from the book and they took a lot of creative Liberty, I guess you'll call it to make it so different. And it was, I think it was a kick in the nuts to a uh, remarks, you know, uh, original work. Cause even though the first two films were, they, they had their shortcomings. They actually followed the fucking story, right? Pretty, pretty, pretty much verbatim, right? Uh, as, as close as they could. And that to me is something that like, that's not forgivable to me. If you're going to, if you're going to title it, if you're going to title it the same as a fucking amazing work, 
that has been written and known about by a lot of people, you need to fucking own up to that and you need to at least follow it and not just throw random pieces of it in there with some similar names. They didn't even have all the fucking characters in that, which pissed me off. But like, um, so that, that, that was a huge like cut for me, like no go. Um, now I'm going to touch on this point and then I'll give it my score and we can wrap this up. What you guys said about this possibly and more than likely getting people in, like Battlefield 1 was one thing, that's a video game, but getting people in to go, oh, well, hey, I can go at least see the shitty 79 version or the 30 version, which was, to me, the acting sucked, but they followed the book and it actually got the fucking point across very well. And the gear was pretty cool. I like that because it was all original or mostly original, but um. If it gets, or, or to read the, read the fucking book, like if it gets, if it gets a kid that's like 15 years old or whatever, that's watching Netflix to go, Oh, I, I, I'm so used to like studying Normandy and just, you know, Omaha beach and, you know, same private Ryan and band of brothers. And they go, Oh, well maybe I can look into this and like figure out that. And also get the message of like, yeah, war is not good. Cause this is what happens. It just fucking yeah. destroys people. There, there are no, there's no patriotic moments in this film. No, I, I like, I like that. Yeah, no, I like yes. they, they at least yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That was, if they, if they would have made it like that, it would have gotten a one out of 10 for sure. Like oh, I'd have been yeah. like, fuck uh, you. I, like no way. Cause that's not what, uh, was going for when, is, when he wrote this fucker. Not like it. not at all. And, um, so anyway, um, I, I do appreciate that it's modern and I hope it gets more people into, learning about the first world war and war in general and how it's not really great and what actually transpired there read the fucking novel it's so good and it's not a, it's not a hard read you can read no, it if yeah. you've got average reading skills you can read it in, in a day well shit to it one day so yeah because yeah. I, yeah, I was at work so i didn't have time to read the right book. yeah you could listen to it in six hours but like if you if you want to read it and you've got average reading skills you can do it in a day it's it's i, I fucking read it in high school and it was it was they should have read it at work yes but um I could anyway but please like i encourage you who are listening to this like of all ages if you've never read all quiet on the western front the original please do that and um you'll understand what we're talking about a lot more and it's just a great fucking read and but anyway so because of the fact that they fell so short on they just went so far uh, uh, away from the story the original like plot and how things transpired um cinematography was good the props i already went through all the shit that was wrong and 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 good not terrible not terrible at all but because they strayed so far from the fucking original novel it irritates me i'm gonna give it a five out of ten not so, as punishable as i thought you were gonna go so that's no, no 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 i just that that's the only reason it scored that fucking low is because i just have a problem with them straying as far as they did from what remark wrote so yeah there we go putting putting all the scores into the computer that will tell us what other film to remake and make work <laughs> um it is uh 6.4 out of 10 not so, not terrible middle of the road yeah yeah i mean that's, it's, that's yeah it's about a middle of the road movie it's higher it's than hyena yeah, ride so really that's is. all that matters <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny mike two weeks ago we went from your highest high of mosul and now to your lowest not your lowest low but like you know just back to back to average really wanted to be good back to average yeah, yeah but but we all would have wanted this to be like like a right. remake, 2022 remake of the 1930 and as, as soon as as not, soon as i saw that it sucks. starts in 1917 i'm like fuck You're like oh yeah here we well, go but, <laughs> like, but then they still could have been 
They still no, could follow story. the storyline, but like proper yeah. adaptation, not a remake of the other two films. Yeah, you yeah, know, you know. yeah. Proper adaptation, like they just they they missed the mark on that, and they they went so far from it that it's not favorable in my right. opinion. So yeah, it's like if U five seven one was called Dos Boat, you know, and it was, right? <laughs> and it was you know, <laughs> like I said Forrest Gump, but it's twenty thirty seven. Yes, you know, like in the future. Live, awesome. die, repeat. I'm laughing at my own joke. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I uh, hope that you guys enjoyed another episode of Scuttlebutt, and uh, see you next week. Thanks, Sean, for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out. Alright, Brian. We head back into the trenches. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, try no, that again. You got, no. Yeah, you gotta restart try, that shit. You can't try, be, you can't try, be yeah, like fucking, scoff, scoff Nate's read. dying in the corner. Try that you know? again. You, you can't scoff read. You can't I won't, I won't, I won't okay. moan into your ears, okay? I just won't. Yeah. You're not here, Nate. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Shut. Yeah. Maybe I put this at the end of the Mel Gibson screamings. Maybe that's where I put all these fucking out things from now on. We head back into the trenches this week with Edward Burgers, two, uh, 20, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Weird, Brian fucked up the intro. Weird. Well, you know, thanks, Sean. Uh, we head back into the trenches I, I literally this just week saw my phone. with Edward Burgers' 2022 adaption of All Quiet on the Western Front. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. 